Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I love that that thing is so thick, I can barely get it in there. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Am I the only one when you say Reuters where I just picture a website run by Jason Giambi and Barry Bonds? It's like all steroid Reuters. What's up, man? Welcome to Reuters. You want the news? It sucks. It's bleak, man. Round the clock coverage. Is the Arnold happening or not? We're going to slap some dudes in the face. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavakadoo! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Back. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Happy Wednesday to you. Timmy Hall in for Common Man today. What's up, Timmy? How are you? Oh, Bone. Oh, Panama. How we doing, boys? Oh, we're good. Panama good. Ted's over there. Leanna on traffic. Good. You low enough over there, Bone? Uh, that's the thing. I walk into the I walk into the studio. We have like a minimal amount of time. The first thing I do every day I come into this radio studio, I lower the seat because I don't like just this just in. Bone stubby legs. I don't have long spider legs like you, Tim. I don't have these lanky things hanging off of my lower half. Guess what? Guess what? I'm dangling right now. I, I don't like to dangle. I See, do. It's a fun I, feeling. Like I'm on a Kings Island roller nope, coaster. No, nope. I like to have my feet on the floor. We have these very tall chairs to match, you know, an okay sized desk here. So I always lower it all the way down so my feet can be on the floor. It's just a thing. I don't like the feeling of having my feet swinging. Like on a like when you're at a bar stool. I'm not a fan of that feeling of my feet dangling off the floor. It's not my favorite way to sit. Well, there is one of these. We've got the ring, so there's the footstool. I know, but under here's the chair. This you is, don't have to. I I go back and forth between putting my heels on the ring or just dangling, <laughs> dangly ones. Yeah, big old dangly ones. Not, not to go f- f- too far down this path because we're already a ways into the show. But I'll just add: this is a fat guy problem that that I admit. Many of you probably have never experienced, but it's one of those things where when I sit down on those chairs where you have the bar going around the bottom to like, oh, that'll, that's where you put your feet. What do you do sometimes while you're sitting there? You might have to readjust in the seat, right? And where are you going to put your feet to do that? You're going to put it on that little bar. And I've felt on these chairs where I've gone to do that and it's been like, uh uh-oh, like a little Carl Lewis oh. singing the national anthem moment uh, where you say, whoops, a doozle. This is not going to hold. So, <laughs> right. I'm glad you got the reference because he was awful at that. Anyway, that's why I sit low in the chair. That's why I have my feet on the floor. I don't like to dangle. But Ted looks over and he's like, you two look like idiots. He's all the way up yeah, in the up sky. There, yeah. The bones down here barely see his head. Man, so. I wish you could have seen it. Ted did like a little rascals thing where he just got down on his knees. Yeah, and he, so just he, popped his, <laughs> he just popped his head up like a groundhog above the, the console back there in the control room. That's right. And that yeah. made me laugh. Yeah. So good times. Good, good to see you. Good we're to off, see you, Ted. We're off good, to a good, good start. That's right. So we got on campus coming up in the four o'clock hour. 
We will name drop that too. Name drop with Jeff Rimmer coming up in Jop. the five o'clock hour. We'll drop. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the Jackets. Of course, uh, they were in Pittsburgh last night. and That's never fun. Well, it, it hasn't been the last 10 times the Jackets have played in Pittsburgh. That is their 10th straight loss in the Steel City. Makes sense. And it was an un- unpleasant game, right? This is a Pittsburgh team we know is loaded with talent. Corpusalo didn't have his greatest night in the world, but the Jackets got down early in that second period, just kind of fell apart. Not a great game for them. So, yeah, overall, not much to say other than that game than, well, here we go. You it's kind of what you expect. Corpy was good for a while, and then yeah, good and storm for like a, for like, a, for like a period. Yeah, and, and then the, the first yeah. two goals, I think the second one was when Sid the Kid, what a what a quick passer he is, right? Like, he, he needs, that's why he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. He needs a split second to find the puck. He, like, shoots it over across the crease. Corpy doesn't even bother moving. And then I think it was the third one where Brian Rust, oh my, I don't even know if that's a double, triple, or quad deke. I couldn't count how many he made. It was yeah. so fast, the puck handling, and he absolutely, uh, it should be illegal what he did to Corpy on that goal. But yeah, whatever, man. 5-1. Yeah, uh, tough tough deal there. And and you thought maybe Corpusalo not being dealt, maybe he plays a little bit with the pressure off. Maybe he plays a little bit more like himself. Uh for a period, he kind of looked like that, and then it kind of fell apart. Yeah. So I feel bad for that couple guy. couple weren't on him, and then it just no, got out I of control. Know, it's, that's how it that's, goes. It's right. I think everyone around the league pretty much acknowledges it's all in his head right now, and that's an important thing because that's, that's how you judge if a goaltender's getting the job done or not, and unfortunately, he's not right now. But it's not all on him. Jackets just were not playing well. They don't play well in Pittsburgh. They have not been good in Pittsburgh. It's disappointing. It's not new. I did take a look at the NHL Draft Lottery Simulator. You can go uh, tankathon.com. They always like to track all this stuff, see where the teams line up. Right now, the Jackets sit uh, 13th best odds to get the number one overall pick with a odds of 2.2%. I don't like that. 13th best. I don't well, like those odds. This is how you'd go, right? If you don't make the playoffs, you instantly have to turn your attention to the lottery. Jackets are not going to make the playoffs. We should have known that earlier, but there was a little more hope prior to, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And then when they had that Capitals game last week, that was kind of yeah. kind of the end of that. We're too good at being bad right now. You're right. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. With, Missing well, the playoffs, but being right at the, right in those first four teams that are going to miss the playoffs. So we have a really poor chance of getting the number one overall pick. Yeah, it's not likely. Uh, Chicago's actually doing us more favors in that regard because the Jackets get their pick. pick. The Seth pick. Yeah. That's yeah. one of them. Yeah, they get that pick next this year. Uh, right now, Chicago actually has the eighth best odds to get the number one pick at a whole whopping 5.8%. So it's not likely you would see Jackets with either pick end up number one. But imagine if both of those were to end up, you know, being top 10, top eight. Love it if they were both top five somehow. I don't think that's likely. That, but not, yeah. But not either likely. way, the point here is let's let anybody who you've got young in the pipeline, get him up here, let him play, right? When Ken Johnson gets done with his season at Michigan, yep, Michigan guy. come on up and let's go. Let's get him signed and yeah. let's get him playing. And that's so, uh, frozen, Not sorry, not the Frozen Four, but the men's ice hockey championship, just, that's about to begin. They just had selection. Starting, yeah. The selection show was on Sunday, yep. and you're right. Notre Dame got in from the Big Ten. Michigan is there, Minnesota. 
Buckeyes didn't get in this yeah. year. Yeah. Ah, man, it was tough bad. for Rollick and those guys. They just sort of I know. fell apart down the stretch a little bit. Yeah, but hopefully we'll get some better hockey from the Jackets. Uh, not like what they had in Pittsburgh. Either way, this is the season now. You are you are basically playing out the string, and I know some people want them to be spoilers. I don't. I hope they spoil nothing. I, I hope they lose every game because that's what you would basically need at this point, try to get better draft picks. But if you're going to be bad, I would like them to lose but play really competitive hockey the whole way. That's that's the sweet spot for me with the young guys. Get as many young yeah, guys in no, play. I'm with you. And you know what's you know what's weird about this too? Just staring at the standings right now, they're they're actually in ninth place in the entire Eastern Conference, but they are thirteen points back of that eighth place team. Oh yeah, so yeah. they're right there, but they're pretty far away no, they're, from being. They're there. not really right. No, there. yeah, they're exactly they're right there. If you just call that you know a numbers game, because you might say, oh, ninth place. Well, you're you could possibly make some things happen and make the playoffs, but it's it's I've, weird in the Eastern Conference I've this year. It's not happening. What needs to happen in sports where you have lottery draft system or even, you know, whatever. You don't have a lottery in the NFL. They should do it there, too. I think you should take the team that finished first out of the playoffs. You get the first overall pick. Second out of the playoffs, second overall pick. Incentivize teams to go for it, to try to make the playoffs. And if you just missed, your consolation prizes, you get the number one overall pick. Now, I realize there's probably a few teams that would get to a point where they go, what are we going to do with the eight seed or, you know, whatever seed they're going to be. We'd rather get the number one pick. You might see that in some leagues, some years, depending on who the first guy is. But more often than not, you would see teams that routinely tank or try to tank or try to do things to put themselves in spots to get the number one pick. That would go away because everybody would be saying, we've got to be better than this. We cannot be the worst team in the yeah, league. We're yeah. going to get a terrible pick. The way, I mean, the way that the NBA and the NHL do it with basically the, why am I blanking on what we call that? With lottery? The, no, not the lottery. What do we call it? Like the ping pong balls, right? With the, the NBA? The lottery. I know it's the lottery, but we, the, the balls bounce around <laughs> and there's only a certain number of them. <laughs> That's called a, We call them ten, ping pongs. Are we, are we <laughs> wait to see what number it spits out? All yeah. right, fine. The, lo- the lottery is the mere fact that, yeah, the lottery is what we call, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. So, You'd have to come up with something a lot more creative to completely kill the art of tanking. You can still, you're still going to try to be bad, even though it's just a percentage increase. And we always like to to laugh at those teams that are at the very, very bottom and they don't get the number one overall pick. For so many years, it seemed like the Cavaliers were just getting the number one overall pick, even when it was pretty much a long shot for yeah. them to do so. Yeah. Sometimes they were the absolute worst. Sometimes they were like fourth or fifth or sixth from being the dead last team, and they'd still sneak in and steal that number one overall pick. And even for a while there, they weren't able to recover as, as an NBA franchise. But right. here they are doing some nice things now, and that's cool to see. Well, and, and I think with going back to this discussion with you know the Blue Jackets, not that it is, we know the system. I'm not saying the Jackets are getting screwed or anything like that. I, and I don't obviously hope the Jackets, I don't think they're, they should not be bad enough that they, you know, get down to a point where they could get in the top five odds. Obviously, it's still a, a random draw there, but the reality is teams like the Jackets, who were better than expected this year, who had a decent season, and who for a while flirted a little bit with the playoff spot, kind of on an outside chance, but still flirted with it. You should be rewarded to say, if you keep playing hard, and, you know, the players are going to do that regardless. But if you reward that organization by saying you build a better team than you thought or than other people outside your organization right. thought, you should be closer to the number one pick than further away from it. That's all I'm saying. The no, incentives I are agree. wrong. Yeah. Your incentives, you, you wonder why teams look at doing that in the NFL 
and in the NBA and the NHL to some degree, it's because their incentives are wrong. Give people better incentives, they make better decisions. They'll do the things yeah. you want. Incentivize winning. That's what yes, you need to do. Yes, trying to win at the end of the year, yeah. fighting in. And I will say, at least the NBA, I don't... I didn't like it at first. I get why they're doing it, and it does help a little bit. The play-in tournament adds a few more teams into the mix. Gives a lot, you know, teams that mm-hmm. have had bad years where their guy's been hurt all year instead of shutting him down, they're trying to hope that that guy gets back healthy and they can hit the play-in tournament, win that game, and then go on a run, right? Like, that's better than saying, well, he's injured. Let's just shut all of this down. Let's trade all our guys and be the worst team in the second half of the season right. and try to get the best odds for the number one pick. Like I, I do like that. Yeah, it's like where you were going there. You're a big NASCAR fan, and don't they have the chase for the championship? They do, yeah, yeah. And I know we're talking about winning the actual title for, for that sport, but there's got to be some kind of way where you can like hit a benchmark when all the teams that are dead, that are truly dead, then you set something there where it's a chase for the number one pick. Yeah. By actually playing out the rest of the games. Yeah. I think it, it's it's just right now we've got bad incentives in sports. So that's what happens, unfortunately. Uh, a team that is not taking is the Dolphins. They made a big deal today, mm. and we'll talk about that coming up next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on I-71 southbound after 11th Avenue. It is causing some heavy backups from Hudson Street in this area. Plan on about a five-minute delay as things begin to build. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Wednesday is going well. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll go on campus, 448, in or inside, not that. We'll do name <laughs> dropping with Jeff River. That's what it's called. going to say inside. inside yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. In, no, no. Please, a, no. No, we're not going to go there. So, the <laughs> I don't even know what's in there. It's just, it's all Pittsburgh steaks. That's all he does. He just eats his steaks completely blackened and then almost raw on the inside. Is That's he gr- what he's... That's what's happening in there. He's cooked on the outside and then just completely raw inside. Do you think he's uh, into the Primanti? I don't know, man. Rims. I got we we should ask him. Did yeah. he hit up Primanti Brothers cuz he's he strikes me as a guy who doesn't doesn't go out for that. Not that he doesn't appreciate that type of food. I've gone to places like that with him, but when you're when you're on the road with an NHL team, you're going to go to the spots where all the NHL people are going and Sure, you will. That's probably yeah. not just like, you know, the, the Primanti Brothers stuff. No I offense know, to them. If if I'm going to a city and there's a staple of that city, I like to at least try it once. Well, you yeah, know, you I know. You might like it, you might not, but I do. I don't want to, you know, glow on things Pittsburgh on this show. That's not what we're about, but I, I like the style of sandwich. I oh, like a yeah. lot of things on a sandwich, so whatever you got, whatever you can find. I mean, who doesn't... 
Why would it have taken the world so long to figure out that throwing a nice crispy fry on some kind of sandwich would be a bad thing? Oh, yeah. That's good. A slaw, a fry, throw it on there. I just had slaw and fries on my gyro today. I think that's, and that's a great great idea. It's wonderful. Tastes great. I think think every restaurant should adopt that idea that, that Taco Bell has done well with, which is all the ingredients we have. We pretty much put them all in everything. Yes. And Doritos are incorporated with everything. And there's different ways that you can have those, of course, with a little more of this or a little less of that. But they're all available to be put in a thing that yes. you eat from us. And I think that's, I'd be fine with that if McDonald's said, you can have a little bit of everything we make on one sandwich. Give it to me. I have Let's to. Th- I have to thank you, too, for finally, like eight years after the party started, making me try the Baja Blast. Did you like a Baja oh, Blast? Oh, my God. It's the best. I told it's you. It's a lime-flavored Mountain Dew. How could it, how could it be bad? It's I don't fantastic. even think I ever bothered to read the label to see what kind of flavoring was in the Baja Blast. You didn't Blast. even try it. You, you, just, didn't even, you just passed over it. I didn't like the name of the soda. And so I just, I was one of those guys. I just, yeah. nah, I don't want a Baja Blast. Give me a regular Mountain Dew, you know? It's pretty good. You just well, now, try you it. Know, now they got the hard Baja Blast. Oh, yeah. The alcohol. Good? Found, I haven't had it yet. No? I got to go I gotta go secure the package. I have not done that yet. So what, so what is that? Just a mixed, oh, it's, it's a can, it's it's a can like, drink. It's like everyone now's doing Like a Truly the, or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, like it's a hard just, seltzer. Mountain Dew has done the same thing, and then they put it in. So you get like a regular flavor. I think they do a Code Red flavor, and I think they've got it. And they do have a Baja Blast flavor. Why so. don't we just do like a glass bottle, like a hard liquor Mountain Dew? <laughs> A 40 of Baja yeah, Blast yeah. Hard? Just yeah. a f- 40 of Mountain Dew Vodka. By the way, I don't know if that's yeah. actually what it's called, but I'm calling it Baja Blast Hard for the rest of its existence. And I would get that in a 40. No, and yes. Baja Hard. Yeah. Ba- ba- Baja Hard. Baja Hard Blast? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, enough of that. That's Yes, but that is good. And I'm going to have to try that out. Uh, so how about the Dolphins? Today they go out and make a trade uh, for Tyreek Hill, all pro wide receiver, of course, from the Chiefs. He now moves on to the Dolphins, so you have a new coach there. You have Tua trying to become the guy, and everyone seems to think this offense is going to be completely redesigned. If you have a weapon like Tyreek Hill, they just signed a Pro Bowl tackle in Teron Armstead. You're, you're, they did five year deal for him. Yeah, I mean, million dollars. Good thing they uh, decided to switch coaches right now when things are starting to come together and click. Right. Yeah. Show that, Brian Flores the door. Yeah. We're going in the right direction. Let's get rid of him, though. Yeah. Exactly right. But they went out and made some moves, and a lot of I've, I've seen this now already. Like the the opinion pieces are already flying. This one from ESPN with Tyreek Hill trade. Dolphins become instant playoff contender. Well, let, let's back up. They're at least a contender. Back they were up already on, a right, contender. Let's, let's back up on that whole statement. Almost every team in the NFL should be a playoff contender because of the nature of the NFL playoffs. You have seven spots. It should be something where, yeah, you're a playoff contender. I know, no, I know most aren't, but when you were a 500 team last year and you've now brought in a new coach, yeah. you brought in these pieces, yeah. I don't care if it's Tyree Kill or whoever it is. He took a quarterback two or three overall in a recent NFL draft. Yeah, that should you that should, should be contending me. for the playoffs. Absolutely. Here's the here's the thing that I find very interesting: uh, the the amount of picks that had to be sent over to make this happen. There were five picks involved in this deal. You that sounded is, like Paul. 
You sound mm. like Paul Harvey there. I know. There are five picks involved. Yeah, I had a little uh, <laughs> little burp come up on me. Yeah, it's a lot of picks, and then to pay the guy that much, yeah, too, well, after that. That's right. Tyreek Hill got an extension now that is expected to, uh, what is the guaranteed money, like 50 or $60 million? But it's overall, the total term is like $120 million if he were to get all that. Kansas City's getting in return. This year's first-round pick from the Dolphins, uh, their second-round pick this year from the Dolphins, the fourth-round pick this year from the Dolphins, next year's fourth-round pick, and next year's sixth-round pick. So mm. you're getting three mm. solid picks picks from the Dolphins in return for Tyreek Hill, a guy who is tremendously talented. I, I'm not disputing that, but people are saying, oh, well, this, this is a huge deal. This instantly makes them a playoff contender. It better because if not you're now going to have to go out and figure it out next year without a first-round pick, without a second-round pick, and without a fourth-round pick. Those are the types of guys you could trade next year, if maybe, or types of picks you could trade if you need a quarterback if Tua's not the guy. Yeah, and Tua might not be the guy. Well, that's we what to, I'm saying. They're to not totally certain on that. Take a good, that. hard look at that. and he's, he's had to battle back from a really debilitating injury since day one for his NFL career, but nobody is going to be thinking about that or using that as a crutch going into, what, his third year now? Third year being the guy? Yeah. 2022 for Tua. Teddy Bridgewater, we know he's not the answer, right? I do like the pickup, the two pickups that they've made in the running game, though. I, well, I, yeah, I do look at that's that. That's the whole point. They're, they're yeah, trying so to make this offense a little bit more like the Kansas City offense that Ty- Tyreek Hill's coming from. Or I mean, what the Bengals are doing. I, th- I think yeah. everybody, and what the Rams are doing, right? Everyone in the league, I think, is taking notice that you can't just do it with the quarterback. You can't even just do it with one stud wide receiver. You need to get stud wide receivers on both sides because the talent that's back there at cornerback for these you know top 10 or 15 teams in the league those guys are becoming so good and so agile and they're big corners now six foot tall guys are bigger like you know Jalen Ramsey and then right on down the line you've got to be able to keep defenses honest so they cannot just blanket your star and you're seeing Jamar Chase and T Higgins you're seeing Cooper Cup and they make a deal for Odell Beckham Jr. and possibly a stud tight end for some of these teams so the ones that want to go all in and make a go of it you need that other guy so Jalen Waddle he could be that guy Tyreek Hill that is pretty scary to think about two young guys like that maybe the speediest set of receivers in the National Football Oh, League. yeah. I mean, it, right? it is it is going to cause some nightmares for defensive coordinators everywhere. And and Mike McDaniel, kind of known for being able to tool with an offense. That's why he was brought in. So we'll see what this all looks like. I do have one other thought, though, on this, because this debate has been kicking around a little bit on Twitter, and I, I think we can get a little more discussion out of it. There's something to be said for who whose spot would you rather be in right now? Who is going to be worse off out of this deal? We'll we'll discuss that next coming up. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a vehicle fire blocking the right lane of I-70 eastbound at Miller Avenue. Traffic is bumper to bumper from the 71 East Split. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful and avoid this area if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. On campus coming up, 4 o'clock hour. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. That finely named segment is coming up at 534. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. Glad to have you in. We've been talking a little bit about this trade in the NFL. So you've got the Dolphins getting better today. Tyreek Hill going from the Chiefs over to the Dolphins. Big trade there. Multiple first round, sorry, not first round picks. A first, second, and fourth from this year going back to the Chiefs along with what a second and a or a fourth and a sixth next year, something like that. Yeah, it's it, it gets confusing when the picks five, are spread. Five picks. different rounds, different years, but yeah, you got it. And Tyreek Hill's getting like fifty five million dollars guaranteed in a restructured contract. So yeah, Dolphins. The thought is let's give Tua Tonga Vailoa all the weapons he needs. We did. We don't really have like a stock market to check, but you and I are probably looking at the next best thing, which is eBay prices for Tua Tagovailoa yeah, rookie cards. They're still not great, man. We thought that they might be a little bit lower because he hasn't been the best looking young well, quarterback. Well, no, he hasn't, but now he's going to have all these weapons. Right, he's right. got so a, new, the value could a guy go who believes in him at coach as a you know head coach who can retool the offense. They just got him some weapons. They got him some protection on the line. I was wondering, are these cards going up in value? But not, not quite yet. We'll see what happens over the next few days. But anyway... That's that's how I gauge now modern like where you, yeah. can, you could also go to the line in Vegas, right? And see if that moves for like championship odds. I don't think that's going to move quite as much with Tyreek Hill moving. Maybe a little bit. We'll find out. But I was thinking about this question because I've seen this a little bit on Twitter and I don't think it's a wrong question to ask, which is who is going to miss their guy more? Is Pat Mahomes going to miss Tyreek Hill more or is Tyreek Hill going to miss Pat Mahomes more? Obviously, we know in the short term, Tyreek Hill is going to miss Pat Mahomes more because Tua Tagovailoa does not appear to be that guy. Maybe we are all wrong about him. Maybe that will change now that he's got weapons. He will be great. But how much do you feel like what Pat Mahomes does is predicated on just, well, he has a billion weapons. He's still going to have a ton of good weapons. Tyreek Hill is a major one that goes away. If we believe a quarterback to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time... And I do think Patrick Mahomes, when it's all said and done, we will think of him as a top 10 quarterback of all time. I may I may have cooled momentarily from thinking that he's going to be the second best quarterback of all time when he's said and done, which I just I, I don't think there's anyone that we're going to come across before you and I die that's going to have a chance to catch Tom Brady as far as achievements and success on the football field. Right. But if you if you take what Tom Brady has been able to do, superstar player, right? It's him. You know, he's the one that makes it all happen. You can bring anybody in. It doesn't matter 
who you bring in and put around him, as long as you protect him, as long as you give him that offensive line, and from year to year, somewhat of a semblance of a running game. They've even done it a lot in New England where there was no running game. And the running game was to get the ball on the outside to Kevin Falk and then yeah. give him five yards to operate and see what he could do on, you know, first down situations and turn it into a second and four or second and three. But I would tend to bleed towards Patrick Mahomes because we've seen him. We know what he can do. And of course, we've only seen him and Tyreek Hill together. But the quarterback is the guy that distributes the football. If he can't put it on the money, it doesn't matter how fast you are or what you're doing out there as far as route running. If Tua can't take some pressure and still make things happen and maneuver and get outside the pocket and throw from different angles, from arm angles, without his feet set, this and that. Yeah, I I, would, I side towards Pat Mahomes in this yeah, case. Yeah, I obviously do too. I mean, I I think the question when I saw it, I'm, I, I initially was just like, this is obviously Pat Mahomes is going to be better off than Tyreek Hill, but maybe, maybe it isn't as cut and dry just from the standpoint that Tyreek Hill is such a speedy weapon and the way that defenses have to prepare for him, it does open things up now. I mean, you, you can look. They got what? They brought in Juju, right? He's now there. They're probably going to, with, One this, year, yeah. with this pick that they've got, you would think there would be plenty of good wide receiver help for them in this draft. They'll get a good rookie who will probably have a pretty good season given that Pat Mahomes is throwing to him, whoever that is. Don't forget they got Josh Gordon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Josh Gordon's the answer. That's what, that's what every great NFL team's ever said. Is, I, I saw we can I, rely on Josh Gordon for things. I saw a tweet somewhere that was just sort of taking a look at the league and you know what guys aren't sus- suspended for. You know, right, right. It's like this guy. You know, you know, punches out woman, two game suspension, whatever. You know, drags woman across the floor, whatever. This many games. Josh Gordon smokes some weed, seven year suspension. Right, you know, yeah. It's just it like, get been, out, get out. You're done. Yeah, forever. And, and, and there's been there's been questions about how much of that was just marijuana or otherwise. The otherwise, part I know is he's the had some other issues too. Yeah, to but, go along with that. But the reality is this. You're right. I mean, it, it, the Chiefs are still probably going to be fine on offense. I don't think you have to worry because you have Pat Mahomes, but. Certainly, there have been points in his career where people have questioned Pat Mahomes. Then you've had moments like what you saw in the playoffs, where Josh Allen played, I thought, one of the best games I've ever seen an NFL quarterback play and lose it because Pat Mahomes is just that much better. Superhuman. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't so, I mean, is he that much better? Josh Allen, I think, has taken major steps. No, he's, I, no Josh he's Allen's showing great. Himself, Josh yeah. Allen's a top five quarterback. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. That's what I, I'm saying. The level to go from maybe fourth to second or third or wherever, first, wherever you have Pat Mahomes, like, that's a significant level to go up to yeah. Aaron Rodgers' level. But but I'm with you. Anytime you lose a, you lose a playmaker, the caliber of Tyreek Hill, you can't just sit there and do nothing. You no. definitely have to go out there and find the next guy. It's all about playing the cap game, right? That's what this is about. So you said it. They they get an extra pick. I don't know which of these wide receivers. I'm looking at uh, the Arkansas wide receiver is seen by a lot to still be available at the end of the first round. And it'd be a, a huge win. Maybe Jamison Williams coming off of the injury. I've seen him late in first rounds in some of the mocks. Big time talent coming off of a major injury, but we've seen guys come back from that injury. You take the year and then bank on him going forward. And then you'd have four more years where you don't have to pay him all that much. And he could be a, he could be a a lethal threat in your offense. You've got to do something now. 
You're getting younger. You got to get a little bit cheaper too and play the cap game. Yeah, you definitely do. Could be a couple of Ohio State wideouts possibly in the mix at that spot as well, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think they're going to be gone by then. Don't maybe. you? I yeah, mean, this th- is I a feel this is a very mid first round for the Buckeyes. I I feel that way too, but I just I don't know that you know everyone around the NFL will look at it the same way that we do here. Yep. Could be wrong. They're having I their think, day today. I think they will the be wrong. That's right. Yes, we've got uh, NFL Pro Day going on at the Woody A's, Ohio State's Pro Day happening there. We'll talk about that next because uh, I saw some interesting comments about who really wowed the crowd over there at uh, the Woody Hayes today. We'll get into that discussion next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a vehicle fire still blocking the right lane of I-70 eastbound at Miller Avenue. Traffic is still bumper to bumper from the 71 East split with emergency crews on scene. Please be careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Rumpke Careers. Rumpke is family owned and operated and growing in your area. Now hiring new and seasoned vehicle maintenance technicians. Rumpke offers pay based on experience, shift differentials and paid training, benefits packages, paid vacation and more. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Wednesday is going well. Timmy Hall is here. We'll go on campus one hour from now. We'll talk to... Not the tool of the week. Our guy, though, will go name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer well, he coming could, up 534. He could be nominated. You never We don't know that. That's he not nominates us for tool of the week every week. He and I, every every week it seems like now, he remembers. Like, Mike says the worst things about the Jackets, and he forgets all of it. I say, like, yeah, I he likes Mike too much. I thought Max Domi was having a little bit of a nice year, and he's just like, Tabon Max Domi sucks! And he just screams at me out of nowhere. So... <laughs> See what he's mad about today. What how's, I've made, what I've ticked him off about. So how's he been name dropping lately? It's it's been a little. It's been okay. Just okay. No, it's been. Is he right. always kind of? Oh uh, boy, I don't have much this week. <laughs> and then he winds up right. with six names or, over the well, next the ninety is, seconds. He'll give us like nothing, and then nothing, and then he'll give us some really good name as a throwaway at the end. And we're like, why didn't you yeah, lead with that yeah. guy? I just I want I want Baltimore things. Because I grew up being a Baltimore oh, Orioles well, you fan. Know, you I don't know if you Cal ask him because he worked there. Well, he's going to give you Cal stuff. I don't, maybe I'm, say I'm going to say anyone but him. Cal because we all know Cal Ripken and I don't want any kidnapping Cal Ripken's mom jokes <laughs> either. We've said that about five times. So I want like some other kind of Baltimore, <laughs> maybe some Mark McLemore stories from oh, Jeff go. Rimmer. I'm trying to think of old O's. Maybe, go, maybe Chris, a, Chris a, Davis. No, that was way past him. He was already gone. How about a Billy Ripken story? Would that be okay? Oh, like, oh, I was the one that supplied <laughs> Billy's bat for the baseball card. I took the photo. I took the face baseball bat card. <laughs> I took the photo. The face. The face. I like how you said the just the face. face. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Ah, go, face. If you're not aware of the Billy Ripken baseball yeah, card, up. go look it up. We can't say it, but let me go tell look you. Uh, let me tell you how much it costs right now, since I'm always always oh, yeah, a click away ahead. from you're, eBay. You're the card shark Billy over here. Billy Ripken eh, face card. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, there we go. There's a PSA nine yeah. mint eh, face for eighty eight dollars. Oh wow. I'd like that, that one. Put that in your personal collection, Timmy. There you, know you go. What? I, my neighbor, Sean, if you're listening, Sean. he dumped all of his cards on me. This has been two years now. I mean, oh, think wow. of how long the pandemic, like how long ago cards the pandemic what kind, of, what kind of cards? Yes, he had, I mean, he had one of those like triple sized teal plastic bins, like oh, rubber bands, yeah, like, yeah. like three bins in one where you actually need three grown men to even carry the thing. That's how many baseball Filled cards. Filled with old baseball cards from the, uh, what's the term we use for the early 90s cards junk that were wax. printed? The junk wax era yeah. where it's the 88 to 92 tops, Donner's, Fleer, all that. And he had the set. The set, I say in quotes, this guy picked all the good cards out of all these sets. And every time I went looking through, I'm like, okay, I need the Barry Bonds. I need the Ken Griffey's. I need the Nolan Ryan's. They're all the good ones. The Frank Thomas's, the Cal Ripken's. They're all gone. Even the Billy Ripken face card was gone. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's one you want. That's that's one you'd like for sure. Uh, So speaking of one you'd like, there's a lot of NFL talent evaluators in Columbus, Ohio right now. And they are, of course, you know, not strangers to the Ohio State football program. They know who's good here. They've watched a lot of this film anyway. They are evaluating the 2022 draft. Pro Day's going on at the Woody today. So, in that, you have a couple guys, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, expected to go in the first round. Extremely talented wide receivers. Someone's got to throw them the football for their Pro Day workouts. Well, who got tasked with that? It was two guys. It's Cardale Jones, number one. Nice to see 12-gauge back. That's cool. But the other one was C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, not eligible this year. He's going to be next year's draft. Potentially, we would think uh, it would be a shock if he's not. Ryan Day talked about this uh, earlier this week, and uh, here's a little clip of that. I think that's the biggest thing is be there to support uh, his teammates and try to put on a good show. I think part of it, you know, we put too much pressure on something like that. So I think for him to be out there and, and um, you know, help those guys be comfortable is important. Cardell will be out there would- as well, and then they've thrown a little bit. So... Uh, but but it's a good opportunity for CJ to go through it and just see what that's like and feel it. So uh, when he's there next time, uh, he'll be maybe a little more comfortable. Glad the bullwhip made its appearance. Anytime Ryan Day talks, it's, there's always a bullwhip oh, happening in the background. It's always just here. a thing that happens. Well, so that was what he said before the pro day happened. Pro day has gone on today, and I saw Matt Miller, who's a good follow on Twitter. If you love NFL draft stuff, he is at NFL Draft Scout, uh, ESPN draft analyst, all that stuff. He tweeted this out uh, just about an hour ago. Asked and evaluated at the Ohio State Pro Day who looked good. Quote that came back, the quarterback. He's amazing. <laughs> that quarterback is C.J. Stroud, 2023 draft eligible. So, yeah, it's it's no doubt, man. I mean, he does what he's supposed to do this year. He will be probably the number one pick in the draft next year. That's the way it's trending, man. I mean, you're... The quarterbacks are always going to rise to the top. We know that. Even when we get to points where we think the quarterbacks aren't good enough to warrant top picks, they still wind up working their way up there when it's all said and done. Right. Probably even happens with uh, some of these guys where we're thinking that they're only worthy of being in the 8 to 15 range. Probably wind up being in the top five, if not one, two, or three overall. But Chris Olave, sorry, not Chris Olave, Bryce Young from Bama and CJ Stroud right here at Ohio State. They're going to be your top guys. And even it's, he's really quick. Even when you get to watch like an eight second 
clip that Ohio State football's Twitter account posts up there when he's just wearing compression pants and the t-shirt boy does he move around right oh sure yeah and we're not why and we, we know he can do it in the confines of a football game because we've seen him in action over an entire season now and the Utah performance is still fresh in our minds which by the way when I went to the press conference the other day that hallway when you enter the the double doors in the woody that says you know football personnel only I always yeah. feel you always feel important when you open like the block o door handle and go in there right lots of big canvas prints of some of those tosses and catches from the Utah game. The last one was actually the Marvin Harrison Jr. over oh, the shoulder nice. touchdown grab. Yeah. Yeah. The end of the uh the hall there. But a lot of highlights from that yeah. game for sure. Wow. Were they yeah. good? Were they exceptional in that well, game? Well, and that's that's what you expect out of an offense at Ohio State. Ryan Day has kind of kept that going along with what Urban Meyer built here. But yeah, we know it, man. NFL talent guys, they're looking at Ohio State all the time and going, Who you got next year? Who's coming the year after that? Because they know that some of the top talent in the country from high school will be here, and it will mostly get developed properly. I mean, there's always guys that yeah. don't work out for whatever reason, but by and large, a lot of those guys that come in here as big, talented, five-star guys often end up getting to that point. But offensively, especially, you've had Brian Hartline showing he can get it done with the wide receivers. That helps those wide receivers, it also helps your quarterbacks because they got great players to throw to. You wonder if there's any kind of rules about this stuff? I don't think there should be. But as no, far as tampering it, from I'm college you, to the next level because no, they're I'm not eligible you, yet. You I'm know telling I mean? you right now, there, it, there ain't a rule about it, but it also probably works out very well to be able to say, hey, you come here to Ohio State, you have a good year as a freshman. Sophomore year, you might be throwing, or your junior year going into it, you might be just throwing to some of the guys going to the draft in front of all yeah, this NFL you get talent, a, you get a leg up. Yeah. It definitely would be something I would be selling if I was going out recruiting quarterbacks, right? I mean, I'd, I'd be saying, scouts, look at CJ. Look at what they're saying about CJ Stroud, and he was just tossing the football around to the guys right, who were actually right. in the draft. I'm just saying, from the standpoint of being able to chit chat with these guys, do they draw sure. the line somewhere? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know think if you're allowed. Sh- I don't know what you're allowed to do in that regard. And those I have are no idea. those are things for me where you're already here. You're already at Ohio State. Everyone knows what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go. These are just human beings that are here to watch guys practice football. Like what's the, you're, you're not being re-recruited. You know, this isn't yeah, an advantage right. for Ohio state to strengthen a guy that's already their starting quarterback. Yeah, you're <laughs> already right. Won exactly. the recruitment for CJ no, Stroud. No, to, nothing to gain but for But to recruit the next guy, right. It, it does help yes. in that regard. Yeah. yeah. But it's good for CJ too, is what it's I'm saying. Great. It's good for his future that he could go out and do this and have a comment like that said about him. And like Ryan Which is not said, shocking because he's really good. That pressure being on you is another example of just getting to learn and, and function in that pressure-filled situation. So I'm sure that means something too. Speaking of C.J. Stroud and next year's draft, we'll talk about how C.J. may have something to do with the fact that Baker can't find a job anywhere. We'll get into that next. It's uh, Man and Bo and Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on 670 Westbound before Neal Avenue. It is blocking the right and center lanes. Traffic is stop and go from I-71. Police are on scene right now trying to get things cleaned up. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup as traffic continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is family owned and operated and growing in your area. Now hiring new and seasoned vehicle maintenance technicians. Rumpke offers pay based on experience, shift differentials, paid training, benefit packages, paid vacation, and more. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. 
podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. National Weather Service in Wilmington has issued a tornado warning for northwestern Fayette County, Ohio, north-central Clinton County, southeastern Greene County, until 4.30 p.m. At 4.02 p.m., a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located near Wilmington, moving northeast at 40 miles an hour. Hazard, tornado. Source, radar indicated rotation. Impact, flying debris will be dangerous to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs, windows, and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. Locations impacted include Jamestown, Jeffersonville, New Jasper, Bowersville, Port William, Octa, Paintersville, Rosemore, Lumberton, Middleton Corner, Gladstone, Bell Center, Shady Grove, Interstate 71 at U.S. Route 35 and Interstate 71 at U.S. Route 68. This includes I-71 in Ohio between mile markers 49 and 71. Take cover now. Move to a basement or an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Avoid windows. If you are outdoors, in a mobile home, or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. To report severe weather, go to our website at weather.gov slash ILN and submit your report via social media when you can do so safely. Mariota there and then they'll work on that or they'll just go with Mariota as a starter and get somebody else. Even though I, I will point out that the cap hit for Baker Mayfield for these days... And how far away are we from $18 million being the price for backups with what starters are getting paid right now? Oh, I yeah. I, so I it's think a relatively low number to pay people, a quarterback I, I keep hearing people to be say the starter. The number is, is too high, but I think what that is in relation to is the number's too high for what you're asking to trade you know, and what you're expecting me to yeah, do. Yeah, we have to pay this guy who we don't know if he's going to be a long-term solution. Don't, don't know, know if, if he's going to be able to healthy. win games or have him stay healthy. And yeah, the number of teams that you're looking at is is dwindling down to almost zero. You're looking at the Lions, who have a Jared Goff there. I don't think they're and making. You're looking a at deal. the Seahawks. Yeah, and the Seahawks are the one that's fairly interesting because they potentially have the desire to not just be a tank team for this year. They want to try to do something. You would think, but Drew Locke, they keep saying everything about how they believe in Drew Locke. Could it be Timmy? that they look at C.J. Stroud and they say, or Bryce Young, and they say, well, we we don't know what we're going to be this year with Drew Locke, but let's say worst-case scenario, we're one of the worst teams in the league. We got a really good chance of drafting an all-timer next year. That is the thought process going in. Now, a lot can change, and I I would like to believe that most NFL teams would not be looking so far ahead. The 2022 draft has not even happened. I would hope they're not already that far ahead to 2023, but... Wouldn't be out of the question to wonder, do some teams look at 
going out and getting Baker Mayfield, spending the money, spending some draft capital to get him. And if, if he's good, that works out. But if he's not, then next year, maybe he's just good enough to get you to seven or eight wins or six wins. And that's not going to put you in the stratosphere to get a top two quarterback in next year's draft. No. Yeah. Drew Locke might do that too, but he's already in the building and you don't have to give anything up to get him. Yeah, the other teams, I mean, there, there's always always going to be quarterback needy teams. That's always going to be a thing in the NFL. You wonder what Washington is going to look like, right? Who is picking 11th this year and makes the deal for Carson Wentz. Right. You know, I kind of feel that Carson Wentz is going to keep them in no man's land, which is, you know, wonderful for me. That's where my team lives, <laughs> right in between being, you know... <laughs> the second team out of the playoffs, but not being a a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. They just pick between 11 and 15 every single year where you can't really make any moves as a franchise. But Houston's the other one, right? Who's getting rid of Deshaun Watson now, who sends him to the Browns. They're going to need a quarterback. You just can't really control where you're going to be that far down the line. So I don't know if, you know, what CJ Stroud is doing today or what he's doing right now I don't even know. I wouldn't guess that that weighs on the minds of the people in the front office well, with not Seattle. Be, not because if it today, happens, then it happens. Not because you know? it's today, but I, I bet they look. I think a lot of people have been looking ahead to the 2023 draft and saying there are there are at least two guys at the top two of that good draft guys. who yeah. should be number one pick level good. So we are not as opposed to being the number one pick next year because we could get our... Why go out and pay for a quarterback this year when we've already got a guy... And let's see what happens, right? And, and maybe right. he's good. But if not, well, we're not opposed to that. It's Baker is a relatively cheap option right now. And well, the word on the street you is to, you're ex- not going to have to trade much to get him either. And the Browns well, are, lowering, are, are lowering their asking price. Well, that's just it. So I saw this from Mary Kay Cabot today, where a.k.a. the Cabbage. She said the Browns are not seeking a first rounder for Baker Mayfield. Well, yeah, breaking news. I have rescinded my offer to Rihanna to take her on a three-day weekend. Like, I don't... So, just so you know, Rihanna, that's off the table now. No one was trading a first round for Baker Mayfield. What are we right? talking about? That's there not have, happening. There have been no teams offering a first-round pick. So, right. guess what? <laughs> we are not asking for that first-round pick anymore. Yeah, this is a lot of... I don't know. I, I, I understand this is what you do when you're a beat reporter. Sometimes you do have to put out the messaging from the team and report it. The team is obviously telling her things. They also got this in the story that, you know, hey, we didn't go pursue Deshaun Watson because of Baker Mayfield's uh, trade request. That's not why we did that at all. And it's like, that's what you want everyone to believe because it kind of looks weird that you didn't get Deshaun Watson. No kidding, dummies. You were already looking for Deshaun Watson before he put that out. And maybe you're not. That's why he put that out because he can't take it. I can't believe there wasn't a little bit of that that, they didn't want to have Baker be their guy, but maybe they would have thought, let's go see if we can get a draft pick. Let's see if we can, I don't know, go out and sign one of these other guys out there. All of a sudden, then they said, nope, never mind. We just want, we want to go get to Sean Watson and we'll pay whatever it takes. I heard Bo Bishop talking about it earlier today. Uh, you can listen to Bishop and Friends, 9 to noon, right here on The Fan. But he was bringing up the fact that th- there was a, at least a little bit to it that seems like they're looking down I-71, yeah. and they're saying, what are the Bengals doing? Oh, The Bengals are in a Super a Bowl thing. with their stud quarterback. That's an AFC North rival. I mean, you're looking at a chance to 
you know, leave the Steelers in the dust, too, who cannot get their quarterback situation figured out. So it's time to strike. You're getting a rare opportunity where the Steelers don't have anything. But look at what the Ravens have, and now look at what the Cincinnati Bengals have. Yeah, right. So you don't the, want to become, I, you don't want to stay the doormat of the division when you finally had your little chance to spike here. Oh, I, I believe 100% that they looked at what happened with the Bengals and said, we will do whatever it takes to get our guy. And then when that got shot down, they said, all right, what do we have to do? They regrouped and they said, okay, we're throwing the entire kitchen, not just the kitchen sink. We're throwing Mm -hmm. everything at him and seeing if that works. And it did at what cost we'll find out, but 230 million guaranteed. Not a lot of guys are going to turn that down. So as it, as it worked out though, now this problem they have with Baker You just mentioned it. The Steelers are one of the teams that do need a quarterback and could potentially be a good landing spot for Baker. I think there's no way in hell they're trading Baker Mayfield to the Steelers, not because they think Baker's that good, but because they don't even want to run the risk that they give him the fuel, they give the Steelers the fuel, and it just ignites in the right way that he has a banger of a year, and they, they don't want to deal with that. And what if, let's say Deshaun Watson gets suspended for eight games and Baker's starting for your division rivals, your hated rivals, the team you can't dis- you you hate the most of anyone. You can't have Baker starting for that team and possibly looking good. You know what I think? I think we need to. <laughs> this is just sick and twisted. Now. No, I I think we need to keep Baker. You know, go back to what we first said. You know, screw you and your trade request. You're a Cleveland Brown. You're here to play football. Oh, I said, I said, this, there's this, a this is a situation we need to take non zero chance that happens. Take him back to college, Baker. Where, you know, you want to transfer out and head somewhere. Well, you know what? You can't transfer because you're under contract. This is the league. So either show up to work or you don't. Or you don't you get paid. Out, you hold you, out and well, you don't and, get and, paid. And maybe yeah. Baker. I think that's how it would go. I could see them saying, we'll just keep him. And, oh, by the way, it may turn out that we need a quarterback to start the first six weeks of the game. You might have Baker Mayfield start for the Browns this year, week one. Not because he's the presumed future there. I mean, let's really just make this a big stinking mess. The mess that we Have all want to watch. The Haslam's. Yeah, That's all they I know, know how to do is take good situations and turn them bad. Let's or make this turn fun. Them weird. So I'd, yeah, I'd that's re- great. I'd re-sign Baker to be the backup. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't I'd have to re-sign re- him. You've already no, got him. No, restructure. Just do it again. I want him long-term oh, as God. the Chase Daniel backup. Just embrace. Baker, I want you to sit the there, look good, show that grit, keep doing these. Per- Could we? What's happening with the progressive how- campaign? You Are the commercials going to end here soon? Yeah, I don't know. At That's- home with Baker? Well, he doesn't really have a home he's now. He's at home because that's all he's got now. It's he's all he's got to do. He's house. not playing. <laughs> no, he does. He has a home. He's just not playing Well, football. no, I'm saying that the one he's commercial really at where home. he's left his keys, that's really a truth now. Yes, like They're not letting him right. into the stadium. They that's don't want to chat with him right now. Yeah, I, uh, I, I tend to think that the way this all resolves itself is either they, they, they trade him for next to nothing or they release him. I think it's a very small chance he actually plays for the Browns next year, but it's an outside little teeny tiny chance that well, happens. But the good news is there's going to be nice, you know, high quality Nike jerseys at the Marshalls now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Number six jerseys. Yeah. They'll be available. They're going to be there. That's right. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about pizza. That's right. We're just going to, we're going to, we're just going to derail and talk pizza next. Cause I saw a story that I thought was pretty important and we can't let we it did go. Well, Oh, it's we did Columbus. <laughs> We're good with pizza. We'll discuss good. it next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on 670 Westbound before Neal Avenue. It is in the clearing stages, but traffic is still backed up in this area. You'll also find an earlier vehicle fire has cleared from I-70 Eastbound at Miller Avenue. All lanes have reopened over there. Striving Report is sponsored by Rumkey Waste and Recycling. Rumkey is hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers. Drives are paid based on experience and receive attendance and safety bonuses. Earn $1,200 to $1,700 per week. Receive benefits, paid vacation, and be home nightly. Apply today at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. On campus coming up, 448. Timmy Hall do that. Then we will both name drop with Jeff Rimmer coming up 534. Timmy in for Common Man today. So I saw this. Teddy sent it to me. Panama Ted's always on top of what's going on outside of the world of sports. Keeps us informed. This uh, this story is from a, I guess, a, a website where they rate various things. They rate who has the best this, who has the best that. Today they did the best pizza cities in America. This is from anytimeestimate.com. So big site. Great. <laughs> Yeah. It's huge. It's basically the Google. Yeah, of, you, I mean, you don't have to explain the it Google to of the internet. They know is what I call them. They yeah. know. Anyway, uh, they tweeted out this story: the best pizza cities in America, according to 2022 data. So they used a bunch of different things here. They took the 50 largest metros in the U.S. They looked at Google Trends. They looked at pizza restaurants per hundred thousand residents, pizza restaurants per square mile, independent pizza restaurants per hundred thousand residents. Average price and affordability of a cheese pizza. Average price and affordability of a pepperoni pizza. Big chain restaurants per 100,000 residents. So they are saying comprehensive study of what makes a good city for pizza. You got local places. You got lots of places. The slices are cheap. Price. Cost a ton. Right. So they went and looked at all the data. Now, if I just said this before we did any research on it, you saw the article, Timmy. What places would you think would be in the top five, right? You'd think a New, New York, York City would Chicago, be up there. Yeah. Los Angeles. Sure. Big you think, cities. Big well, and cities. especially New York, known yeah. for their you know floppy slices, yeah, right? Absolutely. Chicago has multiple styles associated with it. The deep dish, the square cut. Would think Boston, too? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Boston is in the top five. They, they got spot number four. Uh, but number one in the country, they have Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. They said the average they cheese. They got their style. The average cheese pizza price in Detroit is $8.29. Let them live. Annual cost of a weekly cheese pizza. So if you buy a cheese pizza every week for a year, that'll only run you $431 for the entire year. Not bad. Uh, percentage of annual income spent on pizza, 0.74%. Pizza joints per 100,000 residents, there are uh, 11 and a half pizza joints per 100,000 residents. The national average on that, by the way, is eight. Eight. So they're a little higher, right? A lot more. A lot more than the average. Cleveland rolls in at number two on this list. Similar numbers. They have 12.3 pizza places per 100,000 residents. Coming in at number three 
We made it to the top three. Columbus, Ohio, 8 8.4, $8.14 for an average cheese pizza price. It only costs you $423 in Columbus if you buy a cheese pizza once a week. That's the annual average for that. 0.75% of annual income spent on pizza. And we have 13.1 pizza places per 100,000 residents. That's pretty great. So I'm going to take that and say top three, doing all right in Columbus. That's good. So, I mean, again, this is completely different than just having a discussion about styles of pizza and what went out. We didn't get like a hundred chefs or pizza experts right. to sit down and deliberate and say, no, New York style is this, Chicago style is this, even Detroit style, that's their thing, St. Louis style pizza, yep. all the different towns across America that kind of have done their own things with the pie, that's not this at all. This is just simply statistics, throwing it in the hopper, seeing what it spits out over all these factors. I'm still happy to be in the top three because... I also think, you know, maybe this for another day, how fit of a city is Columbus? Like, are we known as a fat town? I don't or remember. I thought somewhere down the middle. Are we known as fat Teddy? Are we a fat or Teddy's a slim town? Head. I know we used to be, but uh, maybe we slimmed down. The folks here at Channel 10 had a campaign trying to get yeah, people commit to, to, be commit fit. to be fit. Yeah, because right. of that stat. So did, I don't know. Did it work? Uh, I, I, I think, think it, it worked did. a little bit, so I think <laughs> I we're think more did. fit well, than good. we used to be. People I, mean, listen, I drive people, by gyms all the time. I'm not going there, but I'm driving by them. People listen to Amber, Andrea Cameron. When she would say something, people heard it, and they did it. People were like, I'm on a treadmill. Why? Because Dave Kaler told me to. His teeth slipped out of his mouth, and now I'm on a treadmill. That's what I know. So, fine. All I know is, fit or not, it's good that we have a lot of pizza. Columbus is good at pizza. I ask you this, Tim. Someone's coming into town. They've read anytimeestimate.com. They love this website. As I call it, the Google of the Internet. They, they say, say you live there, don't you, They Tim? say, you, you, you idiots I'm live there. I'm coming to stay with you. Where? Take me to your best pizza. Now, I'm going to say this person coming into town you're not tasked with taking them to the best pizza place in the city that's not what i'm going to get into because that's all subjective i'm going to say where do you think is the most representative place of the style of pizza here but also it's a local place it's a place maybe that's been around a while and you think has a good okay you know, environment all that stuff like okay the place you would say yeah it may not be the best but this is the place i'm taking you first i'll, I'll give you the, the two Quick answers here, because my brother-in-law was always infatuated with Donato's before he visited here the first time. Right. Because he had a few buddies at work in Virginia who were from Ohio, and they always longed for some good, hot, fresh Donato's pizza. Sure. So there's the chain-style place that has many locations. It could say, like, look... We're up we're up at the one by the zoo. That one still has the old lettering, the old mm, logo yes. on the facade there. I will here say, we've redone our Donatos at the circle here in Hilliard. There's what the newer ones look like. The pizza tastes better at the old logos. I'm not gonna <laughs> it's, lie. It's good. It does. It looks it does. like the Godfather lettering. Doesn't it? Does. it? Yeah, it, I, I I wish I still got the they had the little white boxes with that logo on yeah. it. That's what I yeah. remember Donato's pizza. Like that they need to go back to that. It's but whatever, good. that's another so, thing. So Donato's would be the one for the national not the national, but you know, the the chain of what what Central Ohio pizza style is. And the local joint that we have a location by us in Hilliard would be Flyers. Flyers Pizza that's, and Subs. You know what? Very solid. Very good. The, the one that's by us, it's very consistent. I've never really had 
you know, we can bicker about pizzas. Do we rate it a 7, 8, 9, or 10 based on where we are? Every pizza is going to be different. I, I understand that. But for the most part, very, very consistent. Never go away angry or displeased with how it came out of the oven. I think, I think your call on flyers is spot on that if you go to a lot of places around Columbus, like a, just a single off, one off place, mom and pop place, because flyers has multiple locations. They do. Too. They've got a, a bunch yeah. of locations now. Yeah. But if you went to just a one off place and ordered their pizza, it's probably going to be a similar style to like what the flyers pizza is. And I know they're all square cut and thin crust, but I'm saying yeah. like how that comes with the sausage and pepperoni. If you get that, it's probably going to be similar. That's right. very representative. Like type, You're a good call. Like the type of pepperoni that they put yep, on it. Yep, the old world style yeah. with the little yeah. And that's what that's what Central Ohio pizza. When I moved here, you quickly find out that's what most of the pizza is like. Like it or not, if you don't like it, you better pick and choose a few <laughs> pizza places that are different because most, like seventy, eighty percent of them, seem to do it like that. So circular pie, thin crust. Cut into small square, square rectangles. That's what it is. That's and, I th- and I like the thinner slices. I don't need it perfectly square. I like some. I don't know, like the little the little slivers of pizza you get. The th- like Massey's, every piece matters. Massey's baby. does that where yeah. they cut it so thin where it's like this is almost a shoestring of pizza. But I like it's a French fry of pizza. It's like a long French fry. But I'll take it. And then I'd have to show them to Carlos too. For I know it's not Columbus. Would. Of course but you would. There's another place in Ohio that makes pizza like this. That one's we have say, one here. You don't do that first. Your mind. As much as I love DeCarlos, you don't do that first because that's people. Then the guy gets the wrong idea. He comes in and he's like, oh, is this what pizza's like in Columbus? You'd say, no, it's just at this place. This is what they do. No, no, no. I and said they have that. multiple locations, yeah. right? I said but, that. I'd start with the others. Yeah. If we're trying to do what's Central Ohio pizza. That's a good call. I still always have a soft spot for Eagle Pizza out in uh, New Albany. Eagle? Yeah, Eagle Pizza, man. It's it's uh it's like that. It's similar, but it's that place, the building has not changed much if at all since I was a kid, but the inside it still looks the same and yeah, I used to go there when I was like 5 and I would get like T-ball. We'd get done with T-ball in Gehanna, we'd drive up to New Albany. That's, That's how good. good. My parents I, you still know, drive over there from Marysville to get this pizza. I still this will mean nothing to no one unless you're from Virginia like me, but I remember the name of my childhood pizza place after guitar lessons every week, Padrino's. Oh, and it was a big yeah. floppy New York style pizza okay. joint. And boy was it greasy and boy was it good. It's got to be. If you're talking about local pizza places, the grease content should mm. be high. That's what we're kind of thinking here because it's we're not no one's trying to win any awards with like oh we've got the most balance no I want the greasy spoon I want the nice pizza it's not supposed to be good for you make it bad for me that's what I want and it's we're gonna go to the queen of pizza cities apparently because Leanna lives in Detroit where it's number one so best good for her yeah I guess Tanya's do they win they're just the best pizza place everywhere I guess is what we're gonna say anyway uh we're done with pizza for now. We're never really done with pizza. It's always on our minds. But we'll talk next about how much money a Cinderella run in the tournament gets you for your school. That'll do next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Westbound 670 before Neal Avenue. Traffic is still slow in this area as they get things cleaned up. Plan on some heavy backups in the meantime. You'll also find slowdowns on 71 Southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options so help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Grabbing a slice of Tanya's myself. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. One of the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Wednesday. On campus coming up, 448, later this hour. Timmy Hall's got something to tell you, though, right now. I do. Thanks for the chance, too. Hey, College Hoops fans, you can join us all month long. We're going to keep you company while your bracket continues to bust apart. If it's like mine... It's completely broken. Hopefully it's not that bad. So you can check out The Fan on Monday night at 8 for Monday Madness. That'll be me, Joey Lane, our friends from 10TV, Dom, Dave, and Adam. We're going to break down all the weekend's action. And you can also follow our college basketball podcast. That's me and Evil Bald Colin. We did one today. So check that podcast feed wherever you get your audio. Give us a little rating and review as well. That's Mad About Hoops on Twitter and wherever you get your sound. Check out the new episodes and complete tournament coverage again. Did the Sweet 16 podcast just about two hours ago. There you go. Uh, speaking of March Madness, I saw Coach K had some comments about uh, St. Peter's, a team that is uh, having the Cinderella run that everyone dreams of. And he had some thoughts on how much money this is going to make that school, Timmy. What did he have to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, the coach for St. Peter's, this guy could be taking the Seton Hall job the second that this run is over. But Coach K has a serious XM show and I've, I've actually checked this out on a number of occasions and it's interesting. And he said, I just want to mention about St. Peter's when, uh, or what Shaheen Holloway has done and his team is worth tens of millions, maybe a hundred million dollars over the course of time for St. Peter's. It will transform an already outstanding university. It will give it more resources, more attention, more visibility, People do not understand completely what sport does for a school. It not only provides the spirit within the school, togetherness, but if you do really well, it translates into visibility for everything in that university and money. Yeah, I I understand what he's saying. I, I don't doubt that he's correct that, let's say, if you are a big-time school that does not typically do well with college basketball, that might be more of a thing, right? But... And I, I'm sure that Gonzaga, for example, over their history, they've raked in hundreds of millions of dollars because of the fact that their basketball program is good. I don't doubt that either. I do wonder, do like two wins in the NCAA tournament, do people just come over to your campus and like, I don't even know why, but here's just a bucket of money. What was it for? I don't even know. It's just, I was told it's it's going to compel me to give. Like, I don't think he's talking about donations. I don't think he's talking about enrollment to the school have you looked at their school have you seen their campus by the way it's pretty is right? it i don't think it's that pretty oh, it's looked, not am i thinking of another one i don't think i mean maybe i looked at the wrong thing the thing i saw of st peter's was like it's, it's a, in jersey city okay it's yeah a, i'm it's thinking a of street. a i'm thinking of a different school that i looked at photos of recently and i said wow that is beautiful because i've looked this. at i've looked at so many mid-major campuses take vermont Maybe I was looking yeah. at photos of Vermont or one of these other small conference I'll schools. Tell you, I'll tell you this. I think there are probably high schools that have more square footage 
under their ownage, like that, like the school owns just at the high school. There are probably high schools around the country that have more of that for their campus than what St. Yeah. Mary's does. It's basically a few office buildings on a street in Jersey City. Like one street is what I saw. And maybe there's another street where the dorms are or something, but it's not a lot of space. It's not a huge campus. It's only 3,500 students. 3,500. Very, very small. That's yeah. tiny, tiny. Tiny. I don't know that a lot of people are going to say, I was going to go to, you know, Virginia or something. I was looking there. Or I was looking at Duke or I was looking at these other schools and I can afford to go to them and I've been accepted. But now I'm off to St. Peter's. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I would think the people who go to St. Peter's are probably people who are already in that region of the country who probably that's a school they're familiar with. Maybe it's their first choice. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it has the best botanical program in the country or something. I don't know what they're good at. Right. But I would assume it probably has like some people doing something this this month, people buying a shirt from St. Peter's merch store, maybe. But I, I wonder if someone's going to plunk down 200 grand or 150 grand or whatever tuition is for the whole thing to just send their kid there based on a couple wins in a basketball tournament, you know? Yeah, and I'm kind of with you there. If we were going to pick candidates for... Because one of the things that I always think about as a, a college basketball fan is when you take a look at what Gonzaga has done. And, you know, they had John Stockton back in the day, but I would also imagine that until maybe more recently, because you can look so many things up on your phone right now and just plug a guy's name and say, oh, he went to college here. Oh, wow, John yeah, Stockton yeah. was a Gonzaga Bulldog. But they had never really had any tournament success until 2000, or Dan Munson was their coach. And the second they made that Elite Eight run, he parlayed that into the Minnesota gig. And right, then he was there yep. six, seven, or eight years and did nothing at Minnesota. I don't even know if he went to a tournament and then they fired him. But it that Elite Eight run for Gonzaga, you look back at that, and that clearly was a trigger. That's an example. Like, you could look to Gonzaga. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen at St. Peter's because you made a lot of good points. I haven't done enough research on... Is St. Peter's the type of place where people would flock to? You, like what you mentioned, yeah, the area I don't, I don't it's know. in, what it's known for. is Does it have a lot of scenic beauty? I mean, Jersey City. Right? I've never even been to Jersey City, but it sounds like a place that's right across the river from Manhattan. And people who can't afford Manhattan, they go to Jersey City, right? Is it a destination type of place? Gonzaga it's not really Seattle. It's out in Spokane. So it's kind of got their own town, their own niche there in the state of Washington. I am looking for another school to do this. Coach K also used Butler as an example. And I think that's a good one, too, when they made their runs. And those were runs to the national championship game. Those also weren't just making one sweet 16 run. Like, did Valpo, there's right. an example, did Valpo become this different animal, this different beast? I'm yeah, not, that's, not, that's, not making that's any, fair. no offense, Jake Diebler. I love me some mid-major basketball. <laughs> Valpo is great. My mother went to Valpo, but I'm just saying, are they a Butler now? Well, that's are they a Gonzaga? Saying, though, no. Yeah. Butler, takes a lot more. Butler has had, and, and not to the level Gonzaga has had, right? They but had Brad Stevens too. They, yeah. They've had some sustained success also. I mean, yeah. they, they had some, some key runs for a few years that put everyone on the map there. And then it was a school that, 
Yes, I don't know what Butler's attendance is. By the way, Gonzaga, it's apparently like 4,800 are enrolled right now. Pretty small still. So yeah. still small compared to, you know, whatever it was at uh, at uh, St. Mary's. But I don't know. I, I Just even looking at the picture of the campus, I can see why someone might choose to go to Gonzaga. You didn't think of it, but then you go, wow, it's up in the Pacific Northwest. There's some... It's a beautiful looking campus. Butler's it's just, a pretty campus too. Where yes, it is, it is. Indy, North yes. of downtown, and the arena is one of the most famous arenas in college basketball yeah. history. It's a, it's right. I don't think, I think that rule applies to some of these mid majors, yeah. not all. And your point about Valpo is well taken. I don't think they necessarily became this mecca for college students simply because of that run they've had. There, there is though. We have. One of those programs out west, right? And that is the Zags. And what they have turned into, it's it's ridiculous, right? They have elevated what the West Coast Conference is. You now have players like St. Mary's who had to get better or die or just love being their heel forever. Randy Bennett got them better. You have San Francisco who got into the tournament. BYU jumped into that conference for basketball because of its competitiveness now. Somewhere along the line, there's so many smaller schools out east just because of the population density, right? Whether that's the America East. I do. I think Vermont has a chance to be maybe that program over the course of the next 20 years. Or Iona, right? Some of these New New York schools where Rick Pitino went. It's going to happen. I just, I don't think it's St. Peter's, you know, just for some of the points that you made. And that's not taking anything away from their run, but they're going to lose their coach right when this run is done. (laughs) Brad Stevens stayed there for a couple more years and then he got brought to the Celtics. He kind of had to go. Mark Few has never left Gonzaga. He's just enjoyed building it into the powerhouse that it is and he'll have a statue put up. Yeah, it's, I just think it's a different, it's a different animal entirely when the teams you're playing are Iona, Marist and Canisius, right? I mean, Canisius. That's oh, the yeah. conference there, right? Schools there, baby. Yeah, that's the the, the M A A C, whatever. The Mac. The Mac. Mac. Yes. That's the, the Met- Metro Atlantic Athletic, not the MEAC, the Mid Eastern Athletic, the Metro Atlantic. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Coach K knows more about college basketball than me. That would be he fair. does. He, he that does. would be fair. He may still also be wrong on this. Uh, speaking of college basketball, we'll go on campus next. Timmy Hall filling in. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on 670 Westbound before Neal Avenue. Traffic is slow from I-71 in this area. Still working to get things cleaned up. Please be cautious over here in the meantime and plan about a five-minute delay. Traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Hope your Wednesday is going well. We'll name drop with Jeff Rimmer coming up 534. 
You can join the Fan 10 TV and the Ohio Education Association as we honor classroom heroes in these weird times. Teachers and educators need our support and recognition more than ever. You can nominate your classroom hero at 971thefan.com slash heroes. Timmy Hall is in. Timmy's going to help us do on campus. So let's hit it. Common Man and T-Bones on campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Take it away, Tim. All right. Thank you, T-Bone. We're going to go to some college basketball here. I'm sure that's shocking to you. (laughs) This one actually goes with uh, St. Peter's. As we were just slamming their campus last segment. Right. Now, uh, this guy they call Dougie Buckets. And I actually tweeted out something when I was watching that Kentucky game, or maybe it was their Murray State game. Doug Eddard, who is number 25, he's their shooting guard. He's a good player. He only averages about 9 or 10 a game, but he's been hot in the tournament. And this is where you make a name for yourself. If you look at the team website and click on the rosters where the team photos are, his hair is just sort of slicked back and beautiful. He's perfectly clean shaven. He looks like he's 16 years old. And then when you watch him as he's playing, he has got, it really, it's like a me mustache. It's like a Tim Hall mustache that this guy has rocking. And his hair just gets foofy and falls in front of his face. He just looks like a disheveled mess. And yeah. you heard his interview, and he's got the Jersey accent. And I did a little side-by-side, and I said, this is the guy that you think your daughter is dating versus the guy that your daughter actually is dating. Yeah. So yeah. he's getting some NIL stuff, though, and it's good to see these guys good cash him, in. Man. Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings has done a deal with him, and here he is sitting there with the hair kind of all foofed up, mustache still thriving, <laughs> since he's got 26,000 followers on Instagram. He's Doug Edert, E-D-E-R-T 25, if you want to follow. And he's got all these different flavors of B-dubs and sauces, and he's having a good time. And he's got a clothing line with all the Dougie Buckets logos and it's the the cartoon image of him kind of sticking the tongue out and the mustache and the hair and all that is well yeah perfect and i saw mark tweeted us thanks for this mark he tweeted a a little thread on twitter that someone said can you elaborate on why this would be good for saint peter's like how the money would change for them and people were posting anecdotal things like oh when i went to fgcu florida gulf coast when they you know had their little run the next year enrollment like doubled on campus Maybe that's true. Maybe that'll be the case at St. Peter's. I guess if it is, it must be the kids who are in the area and who have already thought of or were aware of it. And they're just like, ah, do I want to go there or one of these other schools? And then it's like, hey, man, that looks fun. That looks like a cool place to be. I'll go there. Make make no mistake. There will be an uptick. It's just about... How much? Coach K said hundred million dollars. When Coach K starts but, with tens yeah. and then he goes to a hundred million, and then we just sort of branch that off into discussion of could St. Peter's become like something with staying power and turn into what you know a Butler or what a Gonzaga has done. But yeah, I I, I see the point there, and we got a uh, one of our pro friends, Ryan Call at CCC, is a Florida Gulf Coast guy. Played golf there, so he loves okay. Dunk City and. Andy Enfield left there and is a really yeah, good coach, yeah, yeah. and it's it's why he's got USC, the Trojans, doing what they're doing right now. Did you realize that Sean Miller is back in the game, everybody? Oh, of course he is. I know this is a few days old, but if there wasn't a lot of attention or talk about this, I think this is a major, major story. We know, you know, what this guy was tied up with with the FBI investigation. I mean, he was at Arizona. He got a blue blood college basketball job. He left Xavier to go to Arizona. 
Now he's right back at Xavier. How often does that happen? Is it to the point now where he would stay, or is he going to use it as another stepping stone if John Shire doesn't work out at Duke and he's making Sweet 16 and Elite 8 runs at Xavier again? Would he bolt? But it's kind of crazy to see Sean back there with X and his brother Archie, disgraced at Indiana. He's going yeah. to Rhode Island, pretty solid A-10 school. They had Fats Russell, guy who transferred to Maryland here recently. So Archie to Rhode Island, Sean Miller back at Xavier. That's right, yeah. Ron Lewis saw that Arch- that uh, Sean Miller made it back to Xavier and then promptly hit a three with like no time remaining. So that was very good. <laughs> he's just always feeling it whenever Sean Miller's coaching Xavier. He's back. Yeah, uh, Tim Jankovic, SMU's coach, he retired. Uh, he's a guy that was a bench coach for Bill Self at Kansas. He was Illinois State's head coach at a 31 season there. Or sorry, he had a 31 season at SMU, but he did coach at Illinois State. That's where Ryan Peden is going to become the head coach who's yep. here at Ohio State right now. He took over at SMU for Larry Brown who leaves every place in sanctions. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And right. it, and he left SMU in sanctions. Where is Larry Brown? He's on the bench now, right? He's coaching. He's Memphis. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yes. I'm he's sure he'll get coach. them to sanctions. That's exact. Memphis. Memphis. The college. <laughs> the, the university. Memphis University. Not NBA Memphis. He's not on the bench there. Scooney Penn. Our guy, Memphis Grizzlies. Bench coach for he gets the, to coach Jaw. That's yeah. going to be fun. It is. Yeah. It's a very cool thing. Anyway. Uh, yeah, very good stuff there, Timmy. I enjoyed that. If you missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we've got it covered for you in the rundown next. It is Man and Bo with Timmy Hall on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from 270 eastbound before I-71. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. You'll also find some delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is backed up there as well. Starting report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. If the customers stay legal on the road for less, play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Wednesday is going well. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll name drop with Jeff Rimmer coming up 534. A little bummed today, Timmy, and this is, you know, a lot of times we diverge from sports on this show, but today I actually got bummed out by like a regular old sports thing, which is rare for me. Yeah. But I was very much tonight looking forward to a little ESPN NBA doubleheader that they have going on. So the nightcap is uh, you've got the Sixers and the Lakers in L.A. Now, the Sixers are a much better team than the Lakers. All that's true, but... Joel Embiid and LeBron James have been trading the lead in the NBA for scoring all season long. Very good chance one or both of them puts in a you know great game, kind of going up in this big environment. That's at 10 p.m. on ESPN. But mm-hmm. as you, yeah, as you know, I love the NBA. One of the, the well, there's two teams that I really love to try to tune in on on the NBA package whenever I can. 
The Nets are always crazy. There's some Kyrie, then no Kyrie, then Kyrie again, but only in certain places. Well, tonight the Nets are on the road, so that means Kyrie can play. You know, the guy who's dropped like 50-point games twice in this month is going to be playing again for like only the third time this month. So Isn't that crazy? We'll see what he can do, right? What is might going be, on? Might be nuts there. But in, Meanwhile, Kevin Durant is in full-on FU mode. Like, he does not care. Everybody he goes up against, he is just telling them like how much they suck. He is trash talking like crazy. So they've got a ton of swagger. They're trying to be in that play in spot in the NBA. Taking on the Memphis Grizzlies, the other team I tune in all the time whenever I can on the package to watch because they're fun. And I wanted to see Kyrie Irving versus John Morant. Unfortunately, John Morant missed the last game with knee soreness, had a back issue before that that kept him out in another game last is week. Is he missing? He's not going to play tonight. He's already out. He was ruled out of the game with knee oh, soreness. Come on. So it's still, I mean, there's still two really fun teams to watch for different reasons, but I was hoping for that John Morant. You know, the NBA, it's all about the matchups and getting oh, those yeah. guys going head to head. Don't worry. Next year, you're going to have a second kind of John Morant when Jaden Ivey jumps into the league. Dude, he's, he is something else. I know that we all saw him be something else against us in Ohio State's loss to Purdue, which was a stunning comeback, right? And then it. Uh, I heard if if so frustrating to have that happen, but he is a he is a real amazing talent right there. I was watching that broadcast of Shocker, right? The Texas Purdue game. And I I forget who was on. I forget who was on the call, but they were talking about something they'd heard from a scout. And the the scout was saying the only guy I've ever seen faster with a basketball is Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Watching the way that this guy can just take it and push tempo. I mean, seriously, if you haven't watched really enough Purdue because you've been so focused on the Buckeyes and you haven't checked out any of the other Big Ten games, I'm sure it's to the point now where it's Sweet 16, so it's it's really getting good with the NCAA tournament. So flip on the Boilers, and they've got the best shot of anyone to advance because they are playing the little guy. They're playing St. Peter's. This would be a, a big, big disappointment for Matt Painter now. Oh, it would it, be. It will ultimately be another big disappointment when they don't go to the Final Four because I will have either UCLA or Carolina bouncing them because Purdue's defensive ratings are so low. Yeah. But just to watch Jaden and what I'm talking about and what Bone's talking about, the getup that this guy has. Oh, he does. And I think it's he's just dumb I the way this guy can move. A little more polished of a player, honestly, than John Morant was when he came into the NBA. He's now a supremely gifted, you know, pick and roll player, all those things. But Jay Nivey, you know, his mom is a coach, right? I mean, it, he's he comes from a basketball family that has instilled the game in him in a good way and and yeah, he's doing great things with it. So his mom's the head coach at Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's just a second year guy, which is I think what Ja was too. Did he go after year two or did he give three years? I don't remember. To Murray State. I know I know Ja Morant's story was that he was like plucked off of an AAU court or not AAU. It was some kind of showcase tournament, something like that, where all the scouts were there to watch all these other guys. And he was just in a auxiliary gym in the right. back of the arena. He played two. Yeah. And one of their one of the Murray State scouts was just walking through there to get a snack, and he said, who is this guy that's dominating this pickup game? It's the Chris Olave deal, right? Yeah. I'm here to re- recruit They're a there quarterback. To somebody you else. Might wanna, you might want to put a pin in this wide receiver yeah, we got. They started he, tracking him. You know what he averaged at Murray State that second year? 24.5 points per game. Oh, I don't yeah. care what conference you're in. So that might have been leading the nation in scoring. And you never see this in college. You never see this in college basketball. 
10.0 assists per game. Yeah, he was he was great. He's, how do you do, how do you score that many points and have and all those assists? Set everybody up in college yeah. basketball. It it was it was quite the offense they had back then. We've yeah. seen the Buckeyes have many games this year where they didn't hit 10 assists. Right. And he was doing it on average by himself. Whoa. Tremendous, yeah. Wow. Tremendous college talent and then obviously he's turned out to be pretty good in the NBA. So you won't get to see him tonight, but I'm still probably going to check in on those games. All right, rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Call Mr. Rooter. They'll be there quick. Jackets last night lost in Pittsburgh. I hate to say it this way, but what's new? Ten times in a row they've gone to Pittsburgh. Ten times they've lost. like to see that trend change, but not going to happen anytime soon. Unfortunately, uh, we will talk more about that with Rimmer coming up bottom of the hour. Meanwhile, the big trade in the NFL today, Tyreek Hill going from the Chiefs to the Dolphins. Dolphins sending back their first, their second, and their fourth round picks this year. Fourth and a sixth pick from next year's draft. That's five picks to then bring in Tyreek Hill, and then they restructured his contract to give him 50-some million dollars guaranteed, and I think over the entirety of the deal, it's over $120 million mm. if you were to see all that, yep. but... That is a lot of weaponry for Tua Tagovailoa to try to become the guy that everyone hoped he would be out of college. Yeah, as we as we broke this down in the first hour, I mean, you get Tyreek Hill, so you're going to put great weapons around Tua Tagovailoa while you're not entirely sure if this guy is going to turn out to be the superstar quarterback that you were hoping. Is he going to be Joe Burrow status with uh, another season under his belt, staying healthy? He showed signs of promise, but he was inconsistent at best this year with the Dolphins. They were already a team that was on the cusp of making the playoffs. Don't forget an Ohio State guy who I remember the pick six against Oklahoma, maybe one of the highlights of his career here. Jerome Baker has turned into a really outstanding linebacker in the National Football League, and he's maybe one of the more underrated Buckeyes in the pros. So he's there on the other end. And the other guy on the, the offensive side of the ball, in addition to Jalen Waddle, who had the big rookie season, they use him in a lot of different ways. I think he wound up finishing second in the running behind Jamar Chase when offensive rookie of the year was all settled, at least for, you know, who was the other best quarterback that we had this year that would have been up for that? Oh, why am I blinking on this? Ted, who was the rookie quarterback this year that would have been in contention for that? I don't remember. Why are we doing? What has happened? I don't know. We're just the all blanking rookie, on it. I'm all the rookie. I'm out of. I'm out of NFL mode now. But, but either fully way, transition. Mike. I like Mike Gesicki too. The tight. A fun name to say. I think he oh, was yeah. the Penn State guy, but he was the tight end. Is the tight end in Miami? They brought in a couple of running backs. So now I think everybody is starting to understand and realize you cannot just do it with a quarterback. You can't even do it with just one stud superstar wide receiver. You got to try to get bookends. You got to have an X. You got to have a Y. You got to have guys that can fit into different wide receiver positions to keep the defense honest so they can't just blanket one dude. And the Dolphins, they're sort of copying what Cincinnati has, what L.A. has when they brought in Odell to have Stafford. Odell and Cooper Cup. You know, the Bengals have T. Higgins on one side, Jamar Chase on the other, Joe Mixon, a solid running back, Joe Burrow, a bright up-and-coming QB, one of the best. So that's what Miami's trying to do. We uh, were blanking on Mac Jones, who finished Mac Jones. third in the voting. You're Mac right. Mac Jones, yes. yeah. Patriots QB. And I think, was I right that Waddle finished second yeah, right it, behind it, uh, Chase? I think it actually, I think Chase Waddle Jones? 
from what I'm seeing here, it looks like it was just Jamar Chase was the top, and then Mac Jones got like a handful of votes, and then a couple other guys too. I don't okay. I, I know this Waddle, guy has it wrong. Yeah. I know Waddle when they had the show because they do this like with Keegan Michael Key. They have that NFL yeah, yeah, honor yeah. show. I sometimes like to watch the the jokes at the beginning, and then I turn off. And most most of the time, the jokes aren't even funny. But Waddle was in that trio of players that they showed up there. Like who will, we knew yeah, Jamar yeah. Chase. Yeah, was he should win. he should have been in the consideration. It's he a was a thousand great. yard guy though. Yeah, he had a great year. Another guy who's had a great year and is having one right now again. This is C.J. Stroud, twenty twenty two. You assume it's going to be his year as in college football. Last year he had pretty great numbers. Today it's the OSU Pro Day. He is not involved in it. As someone who's going to the draft, obviously not eligible yet, but he was one of the QBs on the field along with Cardio Jones, who was throwing to Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. They they were needing guys to throw. Obviously, they always do, and they bring in some quarterbacks. CJ got to do that and apparently got pretty rave reviews. I saw this tweet come down from Matt Miller, who is at NFL Draft Scout on Twitter, and he is a guy who you can see on ESPN talking about the draft. He said, uh, Asked an evaluator at the Ohio State Pro Day who looked good. The QB, he's amazing, was the response. That QB is C.J. Stroud. So we know that's what's coming, Buckeye fans. You got one more year with this guy. He is If he does what he's expected to do, he's going to end up being the number one pick in the draft, most likely. I hope he brought a stack of business cards, Bone, and just started <laughs> flipping them out. Here you go. Yeah. Playing catch with scouts. Hey, you know, just throwing the football to him casually, just trying to pick up whatever ins and outs of the league he can. Great opportunity for him, you know, to cycle in there with a with a QB legend here who did what he did, winning a national championship, like 12-gauge, and then to just still get to sling the rock to Chris and, and Garrett out there. Yeah, do you think he's going to just give one more year to Ohio State? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the odds are pretty good. What about, what about EJ? Is he done? Yeah, I think EJ Liddell probably. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get too far down in the uh, speculation game, but yeah, those two, I would say, probably going to be gone next year. Mm-hmm. So, you've I think already I seen EJ. I agree. Do with you? you? Yeah. Is that a, is that a hard take you want to have I, here? I agree. A hot take. Okay, and a hard take. Apparently, that's it. Hot that's, and hard. That's that's right. Let's wrap it up. The rundown. Down. Uh, the Major League Ball player taking a shot at the Cleveland Guardians, and of course, it is very deserved. Details on that next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident on Westbound 670 before Neal Avenue. It has taken quite some time to get this one clear. A wrecker has appeared on scene. To get things cleaned up, please be cautious. Traffic is still slow from I-71. Straffic Report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Mattress Firm's best deals are happening now. Save up to $500 on top-selling brands, plus get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchases. And don't forget, hot buys like up to 50% off select queen beds. Shop now and save. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Wednesday's going well. Man and Bone, 
Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man. We'll name drop with Jeff Rimmer coming up 534. Talk jackets, talk Pittsburgh, talk steaks, talk Pittsburgh steaks. I don't know. We'll get into all that stuff with him coming up. Uh, so this story that is coming out about the uh, the Guardians now. <laughs> Did you see the figures going around social media today, Timmy, that were showing exactly what the Guardians are making when it comes to or the, what the payroll is going to be for Cleveland this year in comparison to the rest of the league? Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I've I've seen the bottom of the MLB payrolls because I'm a fan of a team that is at, <laughs> in dead last mm-hmm. in uh, the 2022 MLB payroll race. And by race, I mean race to not pay anything at all. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we know the Orioles are always down there, and they are again this year. Their their total that this site lists is $30.3 million payroll. You're on a little spo track there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Congrats Pirates. for your Mets now, spending that money. <laughs> yeah, the Mets are in the top Quarter three. Quarter bill. Yeah, two hundred forty nice. $249 million. Season's not over. The second no, no, no. the ball's hit no, this, anymore. This year, hopefully, will be a little better and than that. And the season's over. That's right. <laughs> uh, Pirates are at $35.2 million, And then the Guardians, $35.6 million. Now, this is all being refuted to some degree by you know the fact checkers who are saying, well, actually, it's closer to $49 million for the Guardians payroll this year. Okay. okay. That is still bottom third. Uh, not bottom third. Bottom three. Even when you factor in all their arbitration eligible players, many of whom I think they just settled up with yesterday, still the total number is going to be fifty million thereabouts, and it's still pretty low. So, Jock Peterson goes out. He said, "Embarrassed for your fan base, talking about these teams that you know are paying this low. Be better if you can't sell your team to somebody that wants to show the fan base and baseball they're at least trying to compete. Sorry, unacceptable. Now it should be noted." Jock Peterson was looking for a deal, and apparently that is he's one of the guys that was looking possibly at Cleveland as a landing spot and didn't get the offer that he wanted. Okay, so he ended up signing a one-year, $6 million contract with the Giants last week. So there might be some residual bitterness there over that, but in general, I don't think he's wrong. The Dolan family, Castellini's, even though they're paying a lot more for that Reds roster, which is going to be awful this year, if you don't want to compete in this sport, then don't have a team because there are plenty of rich people who do want to compete and do want to actually make the sport fun. Yeah, there's there's no end in sight. I mean, they just got a new collective bargaining agreement, so we're just going to keep doing this. And yeah. you look at the top where the Dodgers are going to approach $300 million mm-hmm. for their payroll. Yeah. And the Mets are up there at a quarter of a billion at two hundred and fifty. The Yankees, the Phillies, Padres, Red Sox, even the White Sox are spending big bucks. They're way up there. The league average is $130 million. So when you have teams that are, I mean, more than double, like the top of the league is more than double what the league average is. That's two times over. Two to more than two times over what the money is for everybody else. And most of them, I mean, you get down to the bottom 10 teams, they're all below a hundred million dollar payrolls. You're getting to be $200 million away from the team at the top. I mean, what are we, what are we even doing here? I saw Jeff Passan tweet this out 
He's, I think everybody loves that guy and the, the coverage he gives for baseball. Anyone who's a baseball guy probably follows him. And I remember he started off in Kansas City. He, he said this Dodgers lineup might be the best I've ever seen. Like When you think about it, one through nine, you talk about Freddie Freeman's there, Justin Turner, Trey Turner, uh, Pollock, Cody Belly, right, who's a MVP, Mookie Betts, Max Muncie. Like it's, it's just, who do you... Yeah, they're you all... Can't, Pitch around anybody? <laughs> They're all great. Yes. Right? Well, they <laughs> should be with that, with that payroll. Yeah. But you know what? I, I feel like the issue here becomes, if I'm going to watch Major League Baseball, I know that baseball is a weird game. We've seen plenty of games where the team with the 50 or 40 or $30 million payroll goes out and just on a given day smacks one of those teams that has 200 plus million dollar yeah, payroll whatever it happens it's 162 games that's yeah. that's the point right the law of averages the amount of times you play say that the amount of guys you have are going to dictate how well you do the parody in baseball is laughable you know that there are a, a handful of teams that have a legitimate shot to win every year everybody else is trying to play better than what they should based on their payroll and there are at least probably close to a, a dozen teams that have no business even bothering with the entire season and shouldn't even really be playing. That's pathetic. And it, it should not be that way, given that there is revenue sharing, given that there is an amount of money from these TV deals that should fund more of this. You shouldn't be... I, I just, in general, loathe these owners who get into pro sports and then go, oh, we didn't know everybody was going to want a bunch of money to play this game. I just ah, think it's cool to have geez. a stadium and yeah. we're in a big city and people well, come out and but to then the a ballpark. Lot of, a lot of that time, what do you have? Those same owners who say, I can't afford to pay these players, they also say, I can't afford to upgrade the stadium. I mean, if you want me to keep my team here, you better pay for that local city government or county government or sure. state government. And they get money on that, too. So they're allowed to sit there. Oh, but when it comes time to do the renovations or build a new stadium or anything like that, then suddenly they can get all that public money and they can also get a district. They can get a bunch of buildings around. Have you been, by the way, to Great American Ballpark anytime recently? I, it's been two or three years now since you, I've been to a game. Have you Why, been no to... Good? Not, well, no, it's great. That's what it's, I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's have a you, good park. Have you, yeah, but have you seen the district that's around there now? It used to be there was just kind of like some empty fields and some parkland and oh, other no, things like, like that. Oh, no, there's like really cool bars down now, there. Yeah. yeah, and guess who owns all that? Castellini? The, the guy who's trading away all your good players. <laughs> yeah. That guy. And guess who doesn't get the money? Those players, now I don't care that those players don't get it. They're still getting lots of money. Their argument in the collective bargaining agreement was we don't get any of that revenue, even though it's directly tied to baseball. Those those bars and restaurants probably wouldn't be doing as well if there was no baseball game there, well, 81 dates a year. The Reds are a sad one, too, because you you were just seemingly entering into a window where yeah. you should be acquiring talent. You thought. Not just cutting cord and bailing. And I thought Castellanos's comments sure. about the Phillies ownership. I mean, you talk about just putting Castellini underground, right? When he's you know speaking to Comcast Philly and saying how it's baseball's ownership driven. Yeah, it's it ownership is. driven. You're going to go where you're going to go where wanna, the money is. They want to pay and and put a, a winning team out on the field or a championship contending team out on the field. They can do it, and so the Phillies should be. Feeling pretty good that well, that's, you know, that's, they got someone that's the that point. wants to do that, and they're they're paying yeah number they're number four in, in the bigs, so they're going to contend. They're paying two hundred twenty one million dollars, and they're they're acquiring talent. And they're trying to win, and there's only about 
you know, eight or nine teams that are even trying at that kind of level in but the I, whole I think, sport of baseball. I think that's real from from Castellano and from anybody else bringing that point up that you know how to win in Major League Baseball. The answer is you have to spend money. And I understand Bob Castellini doesn't have the net worth to go out and spend $270 million of his own money every single year. He never would. He His worth is the Reds. That's his worth, right? The worth of the Dolan family, while it is, I think, a little bit more than what the Castellinis are dealing with, it's still not the type of, they're not the type of people who want to do that. They don't mind, you know, I, I assume they're funding, like I know one of the Dolan family's running for some office or something. Yeah. I assume that costs a pretty penny. They apparently, I'm sure, are helping fund some of that. Rightfully so. It's their right to do that. But the priority when you own a sports team should be to help that sports team be as good as it can be year in, year out. Not how do we clip coupons and still have 85 wins? That is not the way I don't think you should do it. I know occasionally you have a team like the Rays that makes that happen. But for every one of those teams, you've got a million pirate seasons. You said it's it. not right. You said it earlier, too. This feels like the soccer system where there's so many teams at the bottom. If you don't pay attention to European soccer, that just they live there. And basically all you're doing here, you're just sitting around waiting for a miracle story. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's, that's the only way one of these guys for. can win with the way it's going is. Strike a miracle story, a Leicester City, right? And and baseball wonders what their biggest problem is. How do we fix this? How do we get fans to come back to the ballparks? Well, this is where you should look. And instead, what you just did was negotiate another deal that's largely going to keep this in place. You just got the deal done, and now you have the Reds and the Guardians, among others, saying, "Yeah, yeah. we're not trying. We're not even giving it. We're not giving it a, a half a chance." Put a minor league team Ugh. out on the field. Gross. All right, name dropping with Jeff Rimmer next. Man and Bowen on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that earlier accident has finally cleared from westbound 670 before Neal Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but planted some residual slowdowns as traffic continues to recover in that area. About a 5 to 10 minute delay in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every Wednesday this year time, we talk with our guy on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline, the TV voice of the Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Remmer. Rims, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, guys. Nice to join you. Timmy, you're there, buddy. Hey! The show, the show has stepped up in class with you sitting there in the studio. <laughs> He's not lying. You don't know me well enough, Jeff. I'm a sick man. 
<laughs> I don't think you're as sick as those other two puppies. Well, that's that's true enough, Rims. <laughs> that's why I'm friends with him. You don't know. So uh, let's talk about last night. Jackets losing Pittsburgh 10 times in a row, which is, I know it's frustrating, Rims, but it's also just weird because there's no rhyme or reason to that stat. It's not like that proves anything other than just Pittsburgh has had a really consistently good team. And the Jackets have had all different manner of teams that have gone in there and just struggled in, in winning in that barn. I mean, what do you, what, what can you attribute that to other than that's just a really bad streak to be on right now? Well, it is a bad streak to be on, but I got to tell you, uh, I can't talk about the other nine times, but I thought the Penguins uh, last night were as good as I've seen them uh, in quite some time. And I'm not talking this season or last season. I think, and Jody and I talked about it in the third period on the telecast, and I've been talking to people all day in the hockey world, watch out. I think the Penguins uh, are going to come into these Stanley Cup playoffs as somewhat of an underdog, what with all these other moves that teams have made, and the fact the Lightning are two-time Stanley Cup champions, Carolina uh, with the outstanding season that they've had, Boston is coming on, all the moves that Toronto made, although their goaltending is certainly suspect, but watch out, the Penguins, uh, this may be their final kick at the cat with the team as we presently see it, and I think the Penguins uh, last night were as good as I've seen them, and we knew going in, they're playing their best hockey of the year. They're extremely strong down the middle, and you win down the middle, and they're getting the goaltending as well. Watch out. I think the Penguins are going to make a mark here in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, they are really good. That's not a surprise. They're a really good team. Jeff, we know trade deadline has come and gone. Max Domi is no longer a Columbus Blue Jacket. He goes to the Canes. I'm wondering if you could sum up you know, his time here and how that worked out. And also, have you gotten to study what the Jackets are going to get in return in this prospect, Aiden Hirschek, who is a Boston College kid? Well, I don't know much about him other than uh, what uh, has been announced at this point in time. Uh, he's a skilled kid. Uh, he's undersized. But uh, the feeling is with his skating ability and uh, his puck handling ability, uh, he will certainly be capable of playing in the National Hockey League. But let's understand, he just finished his first year in college. This is a future more than anything. Uh, as far as Domi is concerned, uh, I think that uh, as we look back on his two years with the Blue Jackets, I think that uh, he was a bit of a disappointment. I think the Jackets expected him when he first got here that he could primarily fill in as a centerman, uh, be a number one or number two centerman. Uh, they almost immediately moved to the wing. He had issues, obviously, with Coach Tortorella last year. Uh, I thought he underperformed this year. The Jackets expected more from him. They didn't get it, and uh, obviously it was uh, time to move on. And uh, Domi now has a chance in Carolina. I find it interesting, and I said this last night on the telecast, talking to Trip Tracy, or actually texting with him in between periods, I was shocked that he wasn't in their lineup last night. And Trip said, I really don't know, but I think the fact that he got to uh, Carolina late maybe was the reason that he wasn't in the lineup, but I'm wondering if Rod Brindamore is going to make him, uh, well, earn his time on the ice. It's something that we'll watch here in the future. The other thing is, talking to some hockey people around the league, I have... uh, uh, I've come to uh, agree with them, and that is that uh, Domi might be a better player on a better team. And what I mean, a team capable of winning a Stanley Cup, he'll play lower in the lineup and he'll have a chance to uh, perhaps excel, not going head-to-head against uh, other teams' top one, two, or even third lines. 
Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer right here on the fan on the Brian Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Were you surprised, Rims, there weren't more moves with this Jackets team? I mean, I know, obviously, we're all looking at it. You hear all the chatter. You think, is this guy moving or that guy moving? But it was tough with Corpusalo, the situation they're in now with the Merzlikens injury and everything else going on with him in general. I mean, that's a that was a tough spot to be in, and there there just weren't a lot of offers, it appears. What did you make of all that? I, uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, when uh, Eldis went down, and judging by what the Blue Jackets uh, possibly could have gotten for uh, Corpus Allo based on his season, I don't think there was any chance that uh, he was going to be moved. The only other unrestricted free agent was, uh, at the end of this season at least, was uh, Dean Kukin, and uh, there wasn't really a lot of interest in Kukin, or the Jackets felt that uh, whatever was out there wasn't worthy of making a move because Kukin had become a regular here over the last month or six weeks. But all the chatter of potentially uh, uh, August Nyquist or someone else under contract could possibly move, I don't think that was ever a possibility. Jarmo Kekalainen certainly would listen to offers for other players, but it was really the unrestricted free agents, and the Jackets only have three of them. So, no, the bottom line is I was not surprised that more players were not moved. By the way, Rims, where are you? Are you in like a warehouse right He's now? In the garage, it keeps sounding I like think. there's a forklift yeah. backing up Someone's around backing you. Up. A lot of beeping going on. No, no, that's my dinner being prepared. <laughs> that was my other guess was the microwave. <laughs> so you? No, it's not the microwave. It's the oven. Oh, well, go turn it well, off. Why don't what you, you turn off the don't timer? Burn your oven. Yeah, Are, we're going to make you burn well, your dinner for doing this interview. Take no, us. No, no. I, okay, full disclosure here. Okay. <laughs> what full happened? Disclosure. Now we're getting the truth. I've moved, in, I've moved into my new apartment here, and I'm trying to figure out this stove and oven. And uh, it's a Samsung, the latest and greatest. <laughs> Must be nice. But, but uh, I, I can't figure out how to turn it off. So that's something I'm going to have to concentrate on. Remember, here's, here's he's, watching, he's watching Canadian dish on the front of that oven, but he can't figure out how to get he, the timer off of it. It here, must be here's, nice. Here's a tip. Everybody now either has like one of those Amazon, like Alexas or an Echo or a Google Nest. That's what you do your timers on. These BS timers on the ovens, you can't turn them off. My wife uses the timer on the oven. It's the most annoying sound in the world. It doesn't go off. And then I wind up turning the oven off and not the clock. I hate it. Yeah, and there it. it is. I'm trying to turn it off. I'm trying to turn it off. It's fine. So All right, just leave, it, just leave it, Rims. It's good ambience. <laughs> Tell us about your friends at Buyers Imports by the airport. Well, I haven't had a chance to go out there this week because we're playing so many games or we're on the road as we were for the last couple of days in Pittsburgh. But again... Uh, the new uh, Porsche dealership is uh, rising rather quickly. They hope to have that uh, open at some point here this summer, and that is going to be a spectacular uh, showroom, uh, not to mention the outstanding service that you'll get there in the new service department. So, yeah, uh, buyers imports by the airport. Yes, let's hear that cash register go. That's the place you want to be for a new or pre-owned, uh, be it an Audi, a Volkswagen, Subaru or Porsche. Well, Rims, before we let you go, we got to do some name dropping. I don't know. Did you get any names in Pittsburgh or will you get some this weekend when you head out to Winnipeg on Friday, Minnesota on Saturday? Well, I'll hook up uh, with uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois and uh, it's been a while mm-hmm. since we've seen him having an outstanding season. I might add he uh, and line coincidentally are tied in goals each with 25, although line played two, two months less. 
Uh, I got a couple of uh, names that we've uh, dropped in the past, but uh, I've had recent correspondence. One is my great friend Bobby Orr, who, by the way, celebrated birthday number 74 on the weekend. And we had a nice visit talking about uh, the NHL's upcoming playoffs and the Blue Jackets, etc. And I had a lengthy conversation today with the great Kurt Herbstreit, because Herbie today officially uh, signed on with Amazon, and uh, he and Al Michaels are the new broadcast team for Thursday Night Football. So he's pretty excited about that, appreciated our visit today, and we certainly wish him well. And uh, ironically enough, about 15 minutes before I came on the air here, John Davidson called, and he had heard, uh, because I guess the announcements are being made uh, simultaneously by ESPN and others, and uh, J.D. just wanted me to pass along the word that uh, Al Michaels was a guy that he worked with back in his broadcast days on National. Oh, Hockey there you go. And he wanted me to pass along the word that uh, to Herbie, because he knows Herbie and I are such good friends, that uh, he so, would really enjoy working with Al Michaels. So J.D. called you to name drop to Herbie? It sounds yeah. like that. Is that That's what, what we're saying? <laughs> All right. Name dropping by association. Yeah, there you go. Well, hey. J.D. and I go back a long time. He knows Herbie and I are good friends. Hey, it's a uh, mutual admiration society the way things are here right now. Well, Rims, next time you see Herbie, tell him not to set another house on fire because I hear that doesn't go well. It's a- no, gee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, you know what? You guys were classy today. I didn't miss Mike one little bit. Didn't miss him one little bit. All right, Rims. I Thanks, will. I'll Jeff. pass it along. Have a good one out there out west. Hopefully bring back couple extra points. That'd be nice to see. Uh, that is Name Dropping with Jeff Rimmer right here on The Fan. Back page coming up next. It's Man and Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slow traffic to watch out for on the roads right now. Backups expected in I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street and a severe thunderstorm warning in effect. There are some heavy rain showers moving through. Please be extra cautious on the roads right now. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Ooh, there's thunder. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Final segment of the program, a wet and wild Wednesday out there. Everybody be safe, but yeah, we heard it as we were talking to Rimmer. Oh, we got, yeah. We're getting pelted down here. I sometimes wonder if the listeners can hear that on our I don't open microphones because so, it really hammers right on the yeah. top of the... It feels like there is no roof, just the ceiling. You're like right. That's yes. how hard... It does sound like that sometimes. It's hitting right above our heads. Yeah. When it really, when the torrential downpours hit you know, us. It's funny because at the, we, we've moved studios. Timmy Hall in for Common Man today. He'll be doing a Buckeye show coming up and he'll be here for the next hour after that. Tyvis so will be here that. with us. So oh, nice. There talk you go. about Pro Day with him and what that was like and hit some of these other stories from today. That'll be good. Talk about CJ Stroud some more and what he got to do. And really, yeah. we're talking about CJ Stroud when it's, it's Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Well, These are right. the guys that are going to yes. go into the draft and be the first-round picks, and then CJ will be maybe the number one overall pick the year after. Very well could be. 
Yeah, but it's funny at this building, though, because now, getting back to the weather and all that stuff, where we used to work, Tim, our old building that we were in, our studios had windows all over the place. We were up on the third floor. We could kind of get a good idea. You could see far off in the distance. We could see, oh, man, there's big thunderstorm clouds coming in or whatever. You know, we could kind of get a little more of an idea of what the weather was. Here, we actually work next to Doppler radar. There is, you know... The entire weather staff of 10 TV in this building, not a mere, I don't know, 50 yards away from where I sit right Absolutely. now. And until I heard that, I had no idea just how hard it was raining because <laughs> I we have no windows in here. I can't see anything. That's how caveman I am. Where I didn't think to like pull up the weather app or go on anything. I just was... I was I was flummoxed by how much rain we were getting. You guy so. that needs windows, like if you had it your way, would you have? I'd have a few have, windows if, in here. If you yeah. were, let's just say, you were Hollywood rich, would <laughs> you want one of those homes up on the hills? So you have like you already have your privacy because you've got you your live way out you there, live yeah. in an area or you're up high enough where people cannot just look, peer right into you. Would you want one of those like full length, just basically instead of a wall, just window? You know, as you walk down one side of your I home. I wouldn't want, I've want never something understood like the full wall window just because. Like a glass wall, you know? What if like someone is, I don't know, like putting out the, the weed control or whatever and they're walking by there and you forget that it's that day and you're just out there you're walking through your house naked maybe for some reason. Maybe you don't care. Maybe you don't care. Maybe if someone wants a free show, I say, maybe, maybe enjoy I would, the maybe show. I would care. I would have like a, <laughs> like if it's up, right? I would have a big bank of windows, you know, a few feet off the ground. So it's just like you could walk on the ground floor. Okay. And then, yeah, just big you know open. What, though? And I think this was, I think it was a Apple TV commercial and John Hamm was in it. Did you see that one over the Super Bowl? Yeah. It was I like did. John Hamm's I, I'm not trying in to remember it what it was. The the bedroom that he had, I think it was it was like ridiculous. He had like the drop down TV screen. Oh, okay. And you could yeah. see like the whole city of Los Angeles, like way off in the distance. And when we're talking about must be nice money, if you've got one of these glass walls, you also have the remote control button that's going to drop down blinds any that's old time true. you need it. You're right. That's what. Yeah, you got. that's a good call by you. All right, Buckeye Show is coming up next. As Timmy told you, back page. Let's do it. <laughs> The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800- The National Weather Service in Charleston, West Virginia has issued a tornado warning for... Southeastern Perry County, Morgan County, Northwestern Athens County, until 6.30 p.m. At 5.54 p.m., a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located over Buckville, or near Nelsonville, moving northeast at 55 miles an hour. Hazard, tornado. Source, radar indicated rotation. Impact, flying debris will be dangerous to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs, windows, and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. This dangerous storm will be near Gloucester around 6 p.m. McConnellsville around 6.20 p.m. Other locations impacted by this tornadic thunderstorm include Eaglaport, Chauncey, Bucktel, Bristol, Trimble, Burr Oak State Park, Renville, Jacksonville, Malta and the Plains. Take cover now.
Move to a basement or an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Avoid windows. If you are outdoors, in a mobile home, or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. P right here on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some backups on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. And traffic is slow on 71 southbound between Weber Road and East Broad Street. Plan on some backups there as well. Starting report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. Rumpke is hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers. Drivers are paid based on experience and receive attendance and safety bonuses. Earn $1,200 to $1,700 per week. Receive benefits, paid vacation, and be home nightly. Apply today at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a, Hulu skirt I think you on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks you would. That. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are other it? white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing 
That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just it's fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes, guy good. right now. I don't, <laughs> don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate, so good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends, because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 